<laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, everybody. Hi, Internet. My name is Todd. We're going to be playing some Shadowrun. Uh, thanks very much for joining us, giving us a shot. If this is your first time, uh, Shadowrun is a dark, dystopian future, approximately seven, what is it, 60 years in the future? And uh, there's cyberpunk technology. There is magic. Magic has come back. And there are corporations that run everything, and they have the power of nations. It is a mess. It's a toxic, terrible future that we are on track for. Congratulations. Yay! Anyway, uh, let me just quickly introduce the table so that we can all just start riffing. Here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the stream. Uh, thanks for joining me. Hey. Um, we're just going to go around, meet everybody and their characters, and uh, random... What's our name? Uh, your character's favorite room. All right. That's going to be our, our getting to know you moment. All right. So let's start off here with Steve. Take it away, Steve. Hey, welcome, everybody. Good to see you or, you know, be seen by you, I guess. <laughs> Bringing back His Excellency, the Sasquatch, as usual. Uh, yeah, he hasn't really done any uh, anything educational between the last time we saw him and now. Just been chilling. His favorite room is definitely the shed. The shed. Awesome. <laughs> yes, the shed. The shed. It's the yeah. it's the shed. It's your happy place. All right. Yeah, uh, let's move around over to Gordon. Hey, Gordon, playing a character that I once played at a D&D campaign named Kayamar, who's now um, found himself yet again in another plane, uh, playing Shadowrun. And uh, he was a Kensei Monk Battlemaster, and now he is a martial adept. Absolutely. And his favorite and, room yeah. is the, uh, the painting room, because he is an expert master at painting. Nice! I did that not know that. Awesome, awesome. All right, we got an artist in our midst. Speaking of an artist of another kind, the kind that splatters blood around the room. Um, well, the character. The character does. I, I don't think Donnie does that. But unfortunately, not on cam. But Donnie. Hi, I'm Kat. I'm female ninja warrior, basically. I uh, am a weapons... Oh, no. Is the audio doing that thing again? That's a little frustrating. Hopefully, we Cat will come on back in just a second. We gotta get that. Uh, we gotta get that sorted out. I don't know why. I'm gonna mute ya, and then I'm gonna unmute, unmute ya. But hopefully, we'll hear a bit more about Cat. Uh, weapons specialist drives around in a pickup, and uh, just somebody not to mess with. And I am your hum humble GM. I'll be playing everybody else. So we also use a couple things. We use roll twenty. We use. Um, various maps that I've sponsored on Patreon or gotten from uh, uh, download type things. And I also use occasionally Hero Lab, which I was just showing the group. It's a good way to do Shadowrun because it's crazy complicated. So uh, I'm not paid by any of those people, um, but they do good work. So I like to shout out and I'll probably show it on the screen. 
Uh, so yeah, let's dive in. Uh, tonight, we're, oh, not that button. That's the ugly button. Um, tonight. I love how, um, I love how we have no matrix, no magic. Well, you can this see it. Like you just two, can't cast it. Two physical it. adepts, two adepts, and a street samurai. Nice. Somebody's getting their ass kicked. That's, yeah. Tonight is nothing else. Tonight is about murder. All right. So join us as we do a shadow run, single shot, or short burst. Let's do this. Okay, so I prepped for this for hours. No, um, but in all honesty, we're gonna be starting off, as so many Shadowruns do, in a greasy spoon. It's it's not a bar. You're in a greasy spoon diner. It is about three in the morning. You your fixer has called you up and said, uh, "Can it, can you go and meet at this greasy spoon?" And uh, there's a promise of pay, or I actually don't know all the reasons as to why you choose to run the shadows. So, uh, needless to say, you are at a greasy spoon in a in a booth, and you've all known each other for a little while. So I don't know if you want to sit together or what. Um, I'll leave that up to you. Uh, the waitress, uh, an orc woman behind the bar. Um, She's, you know, in her probably early 30s, but for an orc, that wears more like early 50s. They tend to age on the faster side. Um, you hear, you know, various souped up cars and like automated trucks going by on the street outside. It's mediumly busy, even at this late hour. And you uh, look over, the tables are that kind of really cheap plastic um, you can see a chunk out of the table that you're sitting at. Something took a chunk out of it. Uh, the glass is ballistic, and, but it's a nice big sheet of ballistic glass that actually flexes uncomfortably in the breeze as a, as a breeze, uh, some gusts, a storm looks to be blowing in uh, off of uh, Puget Sound or whatever it's called. Uh, you're in Seattle. It is raining, not surprisingly. Uh, a nice heavy acid rain dribbling down so you can see these little pock marks in the concrete s sidewalk getting a little more pocky uh, and uh, and the smell of old death sticks um, uh, cigarettes uh, in the air even though it's like strictly non-smoking a terrible little air conditioner slash filter just humming away in the corner sounds like it's coughing on its deathbed and uh, um, the orc waitress also Sounds like she's coughing on her deathbed as she puts out a death stick, puts it into a coffee cup, comes walking over. Hey, uh, what can I get you? A minute. If you please. A uh, big pardon? Pick a... She... Ramen. Ah. And I just... Uh, soy or no soy? like the noodle... Mm, soy. Pay up front. Take a bottle of a bottle sure. of rum. Must be from Barbados. <laughs> Mark you down for a synthale. That's all we got. 
I disapprove of your menu. Yeah? Well, I disapprove of your patronage. What are you, in some kind of Wookiee costume? He stands up. She Actually, she's an orc, so you are taller than her, but not as much as a regular human. And she just kind of looks at you like you're just the latest person that the universe has put in her way. Um, and she doesn't... Well, go ahead and roll Intimidation. Oh, yeah, he wasn't at... Well, okay, so... He's, he's only trying to be mildly intimidating. That's fair. Which is Roll only... Intimidate. We didn't have Intimidation. Specifically, no. So I would default to what? Um, You would default to either Charisma or Strength. We'll go with Strength, because I have okay. more of that. And it's minus four, right? Uh, no, if you're defaulting, it's only minus one to the dice pool. So it's not so punishing. Okay. Yeah, two hits. All right. She doesn't even blink. She gets he five. He just kind of like stands up, kind of leans over her, kind of sighs, and then walks towards the bar. All right. You walk towards the bar. Behind the bar, there's no one, but you can see the little order window, and it's got this plate that slides up and down across the order window uh, of ballistic glass. Again, pockmarked and a couple of bullet holes attempted. Um, and you look through, and you see this really overweight orc guy in the back just flipping burgers, his white um, uh, apron stained and, like, mottled and just... He's, you know, almost completely bald and he's just flipping burgers, smoking a, a, a big stogie wannabe, just... Eh. You can see behind the bar. What, what, what spirits do you have in bottles back there? Run. Huh? And he looks spirits. out at you. Eh. And he says something. Do you speak Portuguese? Portuguese? No. Okay, you don't know what he says. Uh, I'll just he, go he, back and ask her the same question. What, what spirits do you have in bottles? Uh, she's like, I have synth ale. And sure, let's call it vodka. Okay, I'll have a synth ale, an entire bottle of vodka, and all the eggs and bacon that you have. Wait. I did not mean a lot of eggs and bacon. I meant all the eggs and bacon that you have. Scrambled's all we got. All of it. Hey! And she kind of pokes you in the belly to get you to sit down. It's like almost shoulder height for you. She might be poking you in the balls for all she knows. She's just like just to get you to move out of the way, and then she goes around you, goes back and calls it, order up! <laughs> um, it's gonna yes, cost yeah. you, you see the hovering bloop in your in your overview of your uh, either contact lenses or glasses or goggles. I don't know what you use for that. Do you have any uh, of those? He's got some goggles. Yeah, he's okay. something that- There's a little flash of in the goggles that are currently around your neck, and you glance down, you can see the order price pop up as she flings it towards your pan. 
It, it's going to be relatively Probably pricey. Not. Like, you now owe them 120 new yen. <laughs> As so you guys are all flush. on anything else, so it's like pretty much food and yep. that's it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to order a tea as well. I'm just going to like have my ramen and tea and, you know. Oh, yeah. No problem. It's going to cost you like 15 new yen. Um, Cat, your mouth goes dry for a moment at the mention of all of this alcohol. And it's the it's the synthale that comes out first and then the bottle uh, up on the counter. And she just gives this whistle. And she's like, hey, long arms, grab it yourself. And she points and goes back to her smoke. Um, and uh, uh, her her wait her waitress name tag says Deb, by the way. Um, so then um, your mouth goes, you, you know this feeling, Kat, when your mouth just drops out and just goes dry at the mention of all this alcohol. But you, you kind of take the swallow. Count to ten. You reach in your pocket and you hold that little disc of metal. Press it into your palm until it really starts to hurt. And then you release. And all of a sudden, the dryness in your mouth kind of goes away a little bit. And you're feeling a little better. And you, you're, instead you call out and say, coffee, black. By the way, for those listening on the podcast, uh, Kootenai is having audio issues. So I'm going to be typing some of their stuff. So I'll either you guys can narrate or I can. All right. So you get your orders. After a little while, the um, there's this cab that pulls up outside and out hops this fairly, um, fairly nondescript person, a uh, human in a long coat, uh, definitely armored, which is not surprising. It's not the greatest of neighborhoods, but it's not the barons. Um, it's, it's definitely like barons adjacent uh, level of kind of crime. There's definitely some crime that goes on here and gets overlooked. It's built up outside, it's raining, you can, you know, low-rise buildings. And this particular stretch was like converted strip malls. Um, and so there, there's a fair bit of distance between this side of the street and the next, but it's like four lanes of traffic. It's pretty busy. Um, and so you see this cab pull up and it hops this guy and he holds out his hand and a girl steps out too. Uh, she has boots that go all the way up to her, almost to her waist. Um, stiletto heels, like black leather. Um, she's wearing pretty tight clothes, but uh, uh, kind of a puffy armored vest. And um, and these kind of big sunglasses. And then he's he's more nondescript. Uh, she kind of stands out. She's got fiber optic hair, so it, it's subtly changing color in the light uh, as she walks through. Uh, either mimicking the background or just kind of... You're not sure what the algorithm is, but you can see it's shifting between purples and greens and uh, pure white. Uh, and as she comes walking in... Start sketching uh, her. Oh, yeah, nice. Nice. I take, I take out a scroll, a real scroll. Nice. And I just start sketching her, my paint. Nice. Uh, what are you... you your character's wearing relatively modern clothes, or do you wear like robes, or what do you do? No, no, he's he's acclimated, so he he's wearing uh, modern clothes, and and he's wearing, I believe, it's a chameleon suit for armor. Right. So you probably wear that under something else, like a, a layer of like a long coat yeah. or something. Like uh, dark dark clothes, you know, fairly nondescript, um, with 
with hints of green trim just to nice. honor his clan. Absolutely. And uh, like embroidery of like a green serpentine dragon. Cut back to the time that that green trim got you in trouble with a gang and they were like, we're in our colors. And then like cut forward five minutes and they're all knocked unconscious around you and you're just like, all right. And <laughs> you just keep walking down the street. Cut back to the diner. Oh um, yeah, I'm just sketching her on the scroll. Like, interesting. Nice. So the guy comes in. He's human. He's scruffy. Um, uh, and he's got uh, he's got a, a shirt and tie, but it's all unkempt and, uh, and un unbuttoned on the top. And he comes in. He kind of looks around the place. Uh, do a perception check. Whoever wants to. You put the link into the... Hell, yeah. Someone else do the perception check, but I'll I'll join. I got it. Just got some dice. Get some dice. All right. How'd you do there, Steve? Three hits. Three hits. All right. So you pick up. I mean, he's human. Um, he's got some some gear on him, uh, and. He doesn't appear to have obvious cyber. He is wearing, like, uh, kind of glasses that don't have any tint to them, uh, although they're in the style of the sunglasses. And he's sitting there, and he's... Um, uh, well, he kind of spots you guys and kind of makes his way over to the booth just behind yours and sits down, holds the chair for her, and she sits down. You can hear her stiletto heels click, click, click. You get a pretty good look at her... Um, she definitely draws the eye more than he does. And, I mean, she's an attractive woman. Um, at first glance, you think she might be in her 20s or late 20s, early 30s. But as she gets a bit closer, you can see, oh, there's little telltales, like a little bit of crow's feet, a uh, little bit of... Actually, it's, it's more that you spot the work done. She has been cosmetically... It's not, a, it's not an uncommon thing at all to be cosmetically... Uh, done up uh, surgery wise but you can see she's got those telltale signs of almost too perfect uh, almost too symmetrical not not attractive but not unattractive so she's um, she's got a, a presence of money and uh, a, if you had to guess she would be anywhere between early 30s to maybe early 50s. It's really difficult to tell with the shades and all the work done. She's an attractive woman, but she looks like she carries herself confidently and you're not sure if that's an act or if she can handle herself. Alright, they sit can down I, uh, and... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I want to ascense her, actually. Sure, do perception. it. Ooh, Kootenai uh, took a good look uh, with a three on their perception check. So Kat looks them over, sipping the black coffee. And uh, you pick out immediately, Kat, like, okay, he's armed. He's got two sidearms. He's got one on his uh, under under his shoulder, on a shoulder holster, and another one on a small, um, small of his back. Some kind of pistols, you would guess, may have a knife in his boot or a limp from an old injury. You just read them like a like a book, and in terms of like the weapons and the, and the loadout, she is cybered. Um, and how'd you do on your 
a sensing. Two? Two. You get that she's cybered, uh, and Kat, you also can tell by the way she moves her arms, the fluidness by which she balances. She's cybered up a fair bit. Definitely both arms have something. Uh, and the way... You can't really see her eyes underneath her shades, but just you get the feeling that the way she tracks movement outside the window and inside, she's probably got some vision mod enhancements. Oh, is that Kootenai? Did I hear? Sounded a bit like a minor. Oh, dude, you are super quiet. Say again? Uh, we can hear you, but it's really quiet. I got nothing. I'm going to try something. I'm going to turn both y'all down, and then I'll turn up the Discord. Okay, here we go. Try again, Kootenai? At least need to go fund me for his internet. No kidding. Oh, we I lost him. Are you hearing me yet? I can hear you. I don't know if they can. If you guys adjust your Discord volumes, which you should be able to do, right-click on Kootenai and turn them all the way up. And you'll be able to make them out yeah, just barely. Okay, say something there, Kootenai. Saying that the two of them equals me. Nice. Turn the other one's packing. Yeah, so Kootenai informs that uh, she's cybered and he's packing. I'll pass it along. There'll be an echo. <laughs> it's okay. I'm glad we can hear you this much. All right. I went to an actual microphone. Ooh, yeah. Oh, can you adjust your output volume, maybe, since you're sending from a new source? Yeah, if you go to into Discord settings. Oh, when you get a chance, you want to put a link to the game, and I'll. Oh yeah, I I forgot you weren't in here. I'm sorry. All right. Well, Oops. I'll get that ready. So whilst I'm doing that, uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. how do I do that? Hey, there we go. Um, I'm just gonna hopefully not splash this all over the internet and have people join randomly. Actually, I'd be okay with that. Uh, be, this is how we started this. So we're just gonna take a brief technical break. We'll be back with a word from our sponsors. Steve, you get to work on that. We're gonna be right back. How to make Swedish meatballs. And, uh, how do you make Swedish meatballs? This is our ad yeah. now. Don't, By the way... Your video is frozen again. Mine is? No, oh, it Donnie's. is, too. Oh, Donnie's. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Found a microphone. All right. For some reason, I'm on Donnie's camera, but that works. So, welcome back. We are going to be doing the... Uh, Shadowrun, we had some technical difficulties, and I just moved my mic around, and I have to speak a little quieter. I think it's a bit too, too intense. I feel like it's it, up close and personal now. We're going to have an ad in just a moment. Um, uh, not a real ad, of course, a fake ad. Internet, if you want to suggest ads, in the meantime, we'll just turn it over to Steve. Steve, give us a word from our sponsor. If you don't have one, I'm going to say... Um, oh, I got one. Oh, you got one. Okay, awesome. Take it away. Brother. 
Do you have children who have difficulty getting through a meal, difficulty eating, picky eaters, children who kind of lapse in concentration when they're supposed to be finishing their hamburger and carrots? I well, do. let me suggest to you, let me suggest to you the Renreku Cyber Chopper. This mechanical device straps around your child's neck, gripping ever so tightly. Just like mom used to do it. Just like mom used to do it. With a firm hold on the chin, the upper lip, piercing straight through both cheeks to get a hold of the upper jaw, the Cyber Chomper will move your child's mouth up and down. You just keep shoveling in the food, activate the Cyber Chomper, and they won't have any choice but to eat their vegetables. You need to chew Thanks very much. That's that's creepy. I actually feel like that would be a kind of dystopian product that people would buy. That that's super creepy. All right. Uh, okay, okay. I'm just gonna fix one last thing and then we'll dive back in. Nope, nope, nope. That's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. There, there. Tell me the link. Yeah. The link is www.cyberchomper.com. Was originally developed as a cyber weapon, but they they made a bunch of them that were way too small, and they're like, "How can we sell this?" Hmm. Let's sell it to children. Or it's very popular in uh, day homes and daycares in the Redmond Barrens. Oh, <laughs> it goes well with the kiddo cage. You know, mm. the kiddo cage. Well, that's I mean that that goes without saying. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta use yeah. a kiddo cage if you're running a daycare in the Redmond Barrens. I mean, oh come my on. God. The sad thing is these things happen in real life already. I'm just, I'm so sad. All right, let's dive back in. I think everybody's ready. Um, did you get the link I sent, Gordon? You did not. I did not send the link. All right, back to the back, back to the BRB screen for a second, because I'm, I'm having a day. I'm having a day. All right. All right. Any, anything else that I'm forgetting? I'm going to need a cyber chomper soon. All right. Uh, just leave it streaming. They, <laughs> our, our stupidity. Getting the can... real experience. This is what yeah. you pay for. The real tabletop yeah. experience. Thirty minutes yeah. of people sitting on their butts. Speaking every, of which, every four hour Shadowrun campaign usually involves ninety minutes of flipping through the book, going, "What's the rule?" I, yeah, totally. So, um, you're sitting at the diner table, and the guy turns around, places a small cube, kind of chucks it over the booth barrier into the center of your table. Ting, ting, ting. It lands almost a little bit. It's probably about the size of like maybe two, two thumbs together. Just a small plate. It's not really a cube. It's, it's, it's um, a rectangular prism, technically. Uh, and it lands in there. And after a few seconds, this little hologram thing pops up and a number appears and it's a pan uh, that you guys can choose to dial into. He then turns around and just continues to like order food and um, speak with this woman not paying you any attention and you've got this number in front of you. Oh, I'll dial it. Why not? Roll busy computer sketching. Yeah, sure. 
He, he can do this basic crap now. Oh, it's true. You don't even need to roll anymore. No chance for a glitch. I'm so sad. I got a hit. <laughs> nice. All right, so you yeah, dial in. Your, your usual hacker person is not here today. Um, so you dial into that, and after a few seconds, uh, up pops the image on on the screen of it's like a it's like a superimposed image of a cybernetic or a digital face it's a um it's like a cartoon animatronic to represent a person but when they um you can when your back is right to the booth you can hear the person behind you mumbling into like a a, a subvocal microphone but their voice comes across in the feed of a short-range kind of encrypted feed uh, appearing in front of you in a vaguely similar cartoonized version of him. Angular face with these, like, no smooth angles. It's very blocky and very uh, hexagonal, that sort of thing. So you can see and hear him now. And, and what he says is, Thank you, gentlemen. I understand that you're professionals and we wanted to meet in person as a show of good faith but not draw too much attention says you get me sure no attention drawn at all to the sasquatch says oh. this after well I'm counting on the fact that uh, you can be somewhat stealthy in general I I was told that that's something that your group is uh, capable of? Yeah. Uh, fantastic, fantastic. Uh, so, uh, we've got a job for a, a stealth insertion extraction. If you're interested, it's going to run you 15k. If you're not interested, feel free to uh, bill my table and uh, for the meal, and you can leave. That sounds interesting guys are we extracting well I'll hear more if you guys want to hear more yeah alright well I'm assuming uh, that's an agreement to uh, to that pay then you guys want to sorry you guys want to roll uh, negotiations somebody yeah I'll give a whirl give it a whirl does anybody have more than five dice for that for no. what? Negotiation. Oh, your volume all of a sudden. Yeah. That's amazing. That's wild. Uh, for negotiations. Okay. I'm just going to roll it then. Yeah, do it. Go for it. Two hits. How six? Not bad. Oh! Damn. So between the two of you, you very quickly and effectively talk the Johnson or Fixer, whoever this guy is, up uh, to double the price, actually. So he's like, all right, all right. 30 a piece, right? That's what we're talking about? We, we, we don't negotiate in total sums. We, we negotiate in per. Yeah. I can I can clear that if, you, if that's... Uh, I do expect good... I expect good condition of the person that I'm asking you to extract, and I expect uh, a measure of professionalism. Maybe, maybe even try to keep the body count low for that amount. Oh, that's all. That's all we do. 
Wonderful, wonderful. All right, then, I believe we have an agreement in principle. So, uh, here's a file. Uh, At that point, um, the woman gets up and goes walking off to the bathroom. And as she walks by, she kind of flicks her hand like this, and a digital file goes and zips over to you that only you can see. Um, And you open it up in front of you, and it's displayed on your goggles. It's not a hologram or anything. And she keeps walking off, drying the eyes of a couple of the other patrons in there. It's a pretty rundown place at this time of night, so there's not many. Uh, She keeps on walking and heads off to presumably the restroom. uh, And your orders all arrive. You're getting your your ramen. You're getting your uh, another top up of your coffee, and uh, your giant your giant roasting pan of scrambled soy like. Uh, sorry, egg-like soy product is brought to you and dropped on in front of you. Literally a roasting pan. The bottom inch of it is pretty much raw and runny. Everything else is pretty edible. I just wouldn't, like, drink the last of it. Ow. <laughs> we go from too, la- too quiet to too crunchy in the ears. All right. That's all good. Uh, So you guys see the file. It's a fairly remote extraction point. Um, It's just on the other side of... uh, It's like a little bit into the mountains. Again, if Yaofen was here, he'd be like, oh, they're near this mountain. But I've never been to Seattle. So um, I'm just going to say it's it's sandwiched in between the Seattle kind of the city, the outskirts of the city, uh, the rough edge uh, off the barren side, and all the way up to... oh. Add to your character tracking. Absolutely good night. Um, and you, uh, it's on the far side of Redmond Barrens, up near past Glow City, and like it's it's pretty nasty territory up there. And then, then not too far away is the mountains, and it's actually in between there, settled in the foothills, is this particular location. Um, you also see a file. It's got a, a young, uh, young man. Uh, it's. Uh, uh, Greg Howler. Um, Greg Howler is his name. Howler. How? How? It's, it's like spelled with a U, not a W. So it's H O U L E R, and uh, he's uh, twenty-three years old. And um, you get on his—he's got his like citizenship with a, a particular corporation. Uh, let's say he was a member of uh, Ares. Um, he was a citizen of Ares, uh, the mega corporation that you know specializes in weapons, but do, as it's a mega corporation, does all the things. Um, he, you see a bit of a profile on him. You know, he did two years of this, you know, in uh, pre med, and then then he switched over to like a psychology, and then he switched out of that to like a humanities course. He's basically got this mishmash of of courses, and then never graduated um you see a bit of an employment history in all these various Aries subsidiary companies um and never lasting longer than like six months to a year on any of them uh other than that uh he seems just kind of like a, a young adult in a way uh not really a man not really a teenager kind of in that awkward uh what do they call that those years pre adult uh, he's like the living in mom's basement kind of years he's like a pre-dalt 
Yeah. Pre-delt. That, that's it. I like that. He's a pre-delt. All right, so uh, your your job is to go and get this pre-delt and, br and bring him home. Ooh. So, or out, anyway. So, what do you want to do? Do you want... You can start planning your uh, plan your approach. Uh, you can, we can cut ahead if you want, and then if you forgot something, we can cut back. I'm a little fast and loose with the rules when it comes to. What do you want to do? I think before we uh, we leave, though, um, I'm going to. I guess like the the cyberized woman is she going to come back out? I assume at some point. Yeah, she does. She comes back out. Yeah. And so and as she's passing, I'll, I'll kind of like um, pass off the scroll to her. Oh, nice. All right. Her sketch. Uh, let's make a... What? Which... Um... Actually, you know what? Do you have an artisan skill? No, my old character did. <laughs> All right. Let's say, uh, let's say you roll... Uh, let's have you roll... Oh, that's a tough one. I don't even know, man. Uh, let's go with... Agility um, something. Agility plus... Intuition? Okay. I'm gonna count that as the art skill. <laughs> roll okay. for finger painting. That's what, what we're doing here. Ooh. That's like one five. I'll roll. You know what? I'm spending an edge. Wow. I, have... I know. All uh, right. So what? I, I roll like the fails? Uh, yeah, I re-roll all those failures. You rolled ten, so I roll nine dice. That's better. Nice. A couple. Not much better, though. Just Not uh, much better. Just, just like, one you know, more. It was a good yeah, it was just a doodle, but yeah. whatever. All right, so two hits. Uh, you pass her the scroll and she kind of takes it with these long fingernails that click when they grasp around it. And she draws uh, it out. And she goes walking back to the table, trying not to be noticed that she's taken this thing from you. And she sits down. And after a few minutes, she kind of nonchalantly just unrolls it. And uh, do a perception check for me. Uh... Okay. Ooh, but a couple. All right. So you get a couple of hits. One of those is a six, but it doesn't help you. But in this case, but um, uh, so you get it two hits. That beats her one. She tries to keep it together, and like she's got a a really professional edge to her. Um, she's cybered up, and it's hard to read her most of the time. But as she unrolls this scroll, her jaw seems kind of slack. Like, it goes... And her eyes... You can't really see them very well underneath this. But she just goes still for a moment. And there's this ever-so-slight quiver of her lower lip. And she's just like... She then scroll closes it up and holds it in front of her. Just kind of casually, like... Almost like it's... Um, not crumpling, but you said it's a scroll, so she's just kind of holding it. Yeah, it's a real scroll. It's like one of my real, real. I don't know how expensive they are here, but real paper. That's a pretty it's big real gift. Paper. Yeah. So she's yeah. just kind of holding it at the on the little cheap diner table, kind of clicking her one finger, 
Every once in a while, she's a bit distracted and clicks against the table. And even though it looks like a regular finger, you hear this really solid, like, like it's like plastic on tape, plastic kind of sound, or even metal on plastic. But she's careful not to crush the scroll. And you do get the sense after a few minutes that this is what you notice while other things are happening. But at some point, she just quietly takes it and opens up like her bodice with, she's got quite a bit of cleavage, but she kind of just kind of tugs a little bit and just whoop, scroll goes right down the bodice and, and is right. tucked safely in the, in the boob pocket. In the bra pocket, as it were. I don't know. I'm got my number probably... in there. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. We can retroactively throw that in. Yeah, Hell, like... Hells yeah. Why not? Yeah. 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 Your contact info. It, and she, other than that, you don't see anything yet, yeah. but, um, but yeah, she she did notice, and she there was a reaction, although she's still a little hard to read. So, all right. All right. Meanwhile, um, on the feed, you see all this data. You've got a kind of a direct link of uh, uh, to call the fixer, um, and his name is. Um, uh, do you guys want to name him, or should I just make something up? And His name is Solo. <laughs> What's that? Hand Solo. Hands. Hans. 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 Uh, Solo. Hans Solo. <laughs> I was gonna say Gruber. All right. Uh, his Hans. name is Hans. Uh, Hans. Uh, but he doesn't have a German accent per se. But uh, maybe he does I now. Like, I'll do I what like I can do. Solo. That was good. Hand Solo. You you can call him that. You absolutely do call him that. Oh yeah, she yeah. can be. She's Swedish, sure. I'll take that. Good night. Absolutely. So she's Swedish. Uh, has that kind of air to her, and and he's kind of maybe got a ever so slight German lilt. Hans, my name is Hans Solo. Yeah. Um. Apparently, this is how the characters change. Thanks, guys. Thanks. I didn't get to do a bad German accent for the rest of the night. All right. Anyway. Um. So nonetheless. Uh, you get the data on this guy, on the target, uh, Greg Howler, and uh, you you have the location. You have the impression. Um, it says stealth is required. Opposition. It's a delicate situation. And Hans jumps back on the feed. All right. Now that you've had the chance to look things over, um, I was thinking that you may not already be aware of the situation happening at the borders? No? There's a situation at the borders? No, tell us. All right. Um, well, there seems to be a faction um, trying to take over a section of the Orc Cascades, and uh, this is not official Orc Cascades, but on the entrance to it is is kept to a, um, a small religious... Uh, uh, group uh, or meditative group or something and they will be um, they've been there uh, on again off again for, for years and it is disputed territory between the the orc cascade regimes uh, several gangs and as well uh, some corporate interests in the area so it appears there seems to be a bit of a situation with a um, blockade and so there is a corporate checkpoint going into and out of each of these places, and they will be not allowed to um, move freely 
so you will need to find your way around it. I cannot Stealthy. hear it. Yes, stealthy. Hmm. Ideally. I mean, blow up a blockade, but don't bring that heat back down to me. So you want us to stealthily blow things up? Ah, yes. Stealthily blow things up, yes. Sure. Seems easy enough. Fantastic. Um, so we're extracting Greg Howler from somewhere beyond the Orc Cascades. Well, just on the edge of it, between Seattle and uh, the edge of their territory. It is a bit of a no-man's mm. land up there. Between the toxic spirits on the edge on uh, the south and the um, various factions involved, it is not terribly hospitable. Oh, Sounds and good. one last thing. Um, it is unlikely that Greg will be wanting to go of his own accord. Oh, so we need to convince him or drag him? Is that what you're saying? Whatever it takes, but I would like him in one piece, or at least in pieces that can be regrown later. Okay. Fantastic. All right, well, um, you can grab there, but Greg will have to ride in the back when you return. Nice. Thank you, Ken. <laughs> All right, so uh, if anybody wants to do any legwork or brainstorming, we can kind of cut to stuff as you go. Uh, you you kind of swipe the bill over to um, Hans, and he pays. And on the way, uh, they start to get up to go, and he says, um, if you wish, call uh, this Dropbox if you have any questions. And he fl flicks his hand, and it zips over towards you. Check. And um, on the way out, Kiamar, you... All of you, none of you stand to like obviously rise to see them off, but as you go by, um, as you go by, just on the edge of your shoulder because you're sitting on the one side of the booth, you can feel this little hand kind of brush against you as though it casually, as though she was kind of standing to just walk by. She's just dragging her fingers across, and I need you to do a body plus armor check. Whew. Body plus armor check. Uh, okay. So that's 12. 12. Nice. All right. So you don't take any damage, but uh, the sorry, armor. Like... Oh, 12 dice. Like roll 12d6? Yeah, 12 yeah. dice. Okay. Uh, this is not four, too much five, damage. Six. It's only about four physical. She's kind of pulling it. But, um, in, in a blink of an eye, as she runs her hand across yep. your shoulders, the yep. fingernails and fingertips split open, and these razor-sharp claws poke out she's, uh, as she's going past you and score the side of your coat. It doesn't break into your skin at all, uh, but with your one, two, three, four, five, six, yep. seven, seven hits, so you don't take any physical damage, but your coat gets this four-finger scratch across the okay. shoulder, just... Laying it bare, the outer layers, the armor is is now um, visible through the little rips. And as you walk right. back, you can just see her purse her lips a little bit, and a little mm. a little kiss yeah. like that as she kind of glances past you. And it didn't, and it happened so fast 
nobody else in the whole place would be able to see it. It's just like, what? When did that? And then you look up and you see her just do that. And then she kind of has her glasses lowered and then she flicks them back up and just stiletto heals her way out of here. All right. That cuckoo's got claws, yeah. Uh. All right. Um. Very <laughs> no. nice. What was that, Steve? She's very nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, are, all right. Are we? Shall we take off out of this dump? Yeah. All right. So, you so guys... I'm gonna. Stand... Yeah. Just before I leave, I'm gonna stand up, and I haven't touched these not eggs because I can smell that they're not eggs. I'm just going to asshole cat them off the end edge of the table onto the floor as I walk out and just put my hand up and go rum as I leave. I walked out before him. <laughs> and, you, and you see Deb just smoking another death stick. She just walks over there as you guys have left. You cut to the scene of just her feet and the, the mess of eggs on the floor. And she just drops her death stick in it, steps on the whole thing. And then just turns around and be like, and says, Carl, you're cleaning it up. And you guys are out. All right, cut to, um, does anyone have any means to get across borders? Like if you've got any contacts, like a coyote contact or a border guard, or if you want to, you can call your fixers to try and try and figure out the best way across, or you can just drive and see how it goes. Well, I've got two connections that might be one degree of separation or potentially could do the trick. Oh, yeah? What do you got? Well, uh, a safe house master and a bodyguard. All right. The uh, coyote. Well, actually, there's also this media mogul guy who I'm, like, super close with who probably has to cross borders a lot. So he could maybe one of those could connect me with the if, right If you people. were going to a more populous place, he could probably help you yeah. out the but this is not a populous place. This is like okay, we'll have a uh, coyote connection oh. three loyalty two. Nice. Okay, right, so the coyote, coyote would definitely have coyote and uh, and probably uh, Donnie. Do you have any contacts that might help you out here? By the way, you're welcome to call in info brokers or anything else that you want to do. I'm just putting it out there. I'm assuming you have all the gear you want, and you can even spend some money retroactively if you want. Oh, uh, did Cat... I'm assuming you say, did Cat see the claws from the... Uh... Ah, no problem. You, um... I think your mic was working for me there, there, Donnie, just so you know. Yeah, it was. That whatever you last used to speak through had plenty of volume. Okay, so... Hey, there you are. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. That's why I kind of held off. And yes, uh, did I see her claws, Raycam? Um, it would be a pretty like she is. She moved fast, like real I'm quick. I was on to her. Yeah, I'm, you were I'm watching her pretty right. close. So I'm gonna say, uh, let's do a perception check, just to see if you managed to spot it in time. Nope. Missed that one. One perception. So you do notice that his coat is ripped, but you didn't see it happen. Okay. All right. Because I was going to break her. 
Oh, no need. You get to play nice right now, Gad, because you missed who did it. You kind of piece it together after the fact, having noticed his coat is shredded. But that's that's kind of a little too late to do anything about it. Yeah, and his facts, all I have is a fixer possibility. Oh, no problem. The Coyote is probably your best bet. So you make a couple of calls, uh, yeah. and the and she she answers after like a couple of like you give her a call, she's off the grid for a bit, but then uh, she calls you back after about half an hour, and and she gives you a shout back, and she says, "Yeah, I, I can help you out with that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's gonna I'll be a regular fee. fee. Hmm? Yep. Yeah. So, are we talking? Uh, do I have time to do a bit of a lead time? Or is this a short notice kind of situation? How much Again, time do you need? If I can have three days, then I can make it nice and easy. Three days it is. We've it heard there's some complications at the border. So, as yeah. you may have heard. And you're going to need to be coming back? Or is this a one-way trip? We need to come back. Yep, we need to come back. How long is it going to take us to get there? Uh, since you're asking her question, I'll put the voice on. Yeah, we can do that. No problem. Um, it'll take you. Uh, well, it won't take that long. I can. You got wheels? You got a vehicle? Yeah, we got a truck. All right. So we may have to leave the truck and then, uh, or well, I'll I'll see what avenues are open. I'll try to get the truck through. That's fair gonna be uh, 1500 for the truck okay done all right want it smooth and easy this one no, not a not rush this time want it smooth vehicle. and easy they do not inspect my vehicle that's what I do thank you pleasure gentlemen I'll give you a call all right so she goes and uh, uh She's working on her contacts and figuring out the best route to get you through. Uh, we can cut ahead to that. You, you guys pack into the back of the truck. It can carry three in the cab, and in a pinch, you could maybe squeeze four. But because Sasquatch Boy is pretty big, um, it's going to be a bit tight in there, even with three of you inside the cab. But there is the back, um, and you can pile into the back. In fact, you've got your machine gun back there already. Yeah, I'll just chill on the back. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, you, you can pick you up want a tent or something. Over there, actually. You pick up a tarp so you can hide under it, have a little nap. It's all good. We the go, though. I, I actually want to get some type of sedative trank. Nice. For... Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So let's... Um, do you want, like, a dart gun? Or do you want just a, a patch that you can apply? Um, well, I think, I, I think we'd want, uh, Kat to have the dart gun and I would have the patch. Sure. Right. That so I could just, whoop. okay. So Kat, um, you, you, you go out and you help them get, cause weapons are your thing. You help them pick up a narcojet pistol and, uh, and a bunch of rounds. And actually you can pick up three of those. No problem. So anybody who has yeah, a pistol okay. skill can be able to use those. If you want, no. unless you want something else, or a taser, or both. Uh, I want something more of a Beely. 
Uh, so probably I would get a patch for discretion, but if not, I'd get a taser. All right. Uh, sure. So you can pick up both. Uh, taser is going to run you... Let me just check that real fast, real fast. It's going to run you 200 for a taser. Yeah, easy. Um, and now that's not one of the better ones. There is a, a, a slightly longer one. Uh, the the taser, the pulsar, is just like a pistol. Shoots these little capacitor darts. Um, no, I mean like a, a handheld. To, if I you, can't do I can't do guns very well. Okay, I then you're probably going to want the X Shocker, which is a um, it it can do both a lead, and with the uh, with the little wires, or it can be uh like wielded like a club. So that's going to run you three hundred. I already Done. have one. Awesome. Yeah, Cat does, but for Kiamar, he wants to get one too. Yeah. Okay. So mark off. Uh, 300 for that, and uh, is there anything else anybody else wants? Yeah, what was that gun you gave us? Um, the dark gun? Uh, that's a Narcajack pistol, but I'm having trouble finding it. I don't know where the heck it went. Classic Shadowrun, specialized weapon. I don't even see it. That's annoying. Right. And did you see there's like a narco patch or something like that? Yeah, you can just buy some trank patches. Uh, and I'll just. Yeah, trank patches. Sure, let me just add that in here. One sec. Just so I can. Uh, that's going to be no problem. Uh, you put in the call and you get that pretty easy from your fixer. Let me just get that trank. Awesome. Trank patch. Trank. Uh, were you looking for the stats on Narcojet? Yeah. I can't even Narcojet. see it. I don't know why. I got it up here. It's uh, availability is 8R. Power is 15S when it hits you. Nice. Yeah. So it's a pretty heavy duty uh, sedative. And then the Trank Patch, you can buy, I'd say, up to a level. Well, go ahead and roll. Um, do you have armor? Armorer? Uh, cat? Yep. Or any contacts in the weapon world? No, I have armor. Okay, so I'm going to get you to roll your armor skill. That's not an echo. That's just me being an ass. Armor. Ooh, maxed out. Ooh, nice. Three. Okay, so you get this no problem and at a pretty good price. So you can actually get the higher rating uh, you can pick yourself up. Where'd it go? I just had it open. Uh, rating 10, and it's going to cost you 300 new yen for just one of them. But you can buy up to three of them if you want. <laughs> That's just like, go to sleep. It's like a Band-Aid that knocks you out. That's the patches? Yeah. And you can buy three rating of them drink patch. at 300 apiece. I believe Kaimar wanted those. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to buy one. Just one? Or are you going to buy all three? Um, you know what? Like I, the the stun. What was the stun stick? That was three hundred. Yeah. I don't know what the rating is, but I'm sure you guys have it. And then I'll buy. Uh, I'll buy two. Then two nice. two rating ten track patches. Cool. Just in case. Okay. Good. Alrighty. And uh, His Excellency, are you going to pick anything up before the trip? Besides, you know, bags of Cheetos. Uh, 
No, I don't think so. His whole his whole character design is based on using what's at hand. So he's he's got a few odds and ends in his bag, but other than that, he's good to go. Yeah, you you got your duffel over one shoulder. You look down. You see like an old hubcap that you just randomly picked up off the street. Mm -hmm. Put that in your bag. If, it, if it's made of metal, he'll take it. Yeah, it's like yeah. Ridley esque. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's All been right. getting into disc golf in his spare time. He's becoming quite the disc golfer now. Ooh, yeah. I can see this going very painfully. <laughs> all right, and Kat, of course, you have all your duffels of weapon, uh, weapons and ammo in your back air truck. How much did that narco pistol cost? Uh, let's say it's going to set you back 350 including uh, five darts. 350 What was the name of the stun stick I got? Wait, uh, an X Shocker. A Defiance X Shocker. It can be used as a taser at range or as a stun, gu stun gun prong thing. Uh, okay. What's the rating on that? Uh, let me see. I had it up just a second ago. One sec. Uh, X Shocker. It's um, uh, maxes out at four in terms of your limit. Uh, however, it does nine stun, electrical stun, at minus five AP, so their armor counts as negative five. So it's pretty good. So f five limit, nine four. AP? Four limit, four limit. Nine, yeah. nine stun, and it's minus okay. five to their armor rating. Ooh. Yeah, and it's electrical. So it doesn't have the greatest range, though. Max range... It's, it's designed to be within 5 feet, 10 feet, 15 feet, or 20 feet. And at each of those, yeah, you get really a negative. Getting close with that. Yeah, yeah. You, you could touch them and jab them with it with no negatives. Otherwise, you're going to be minusing dice. And you don't have a lot of dice. Yeah. It's you. It's queued off the pistol stat, though, so that's kind of nice. Ooh, that's not good for me. I don't have a pistol. All right, defaulting to agility. You can use it as a melee weapon as well. All right, so you gear up, you grab some stuff. Cat, uh, I'm going to say you've done this kind of thing before. You know to bring a survival bag or two or three, which is some rations and stuff, so you throw that in. Uh, you might have one in your truck already, uh, but it's not a bad idea if you're going to the wilderness. Your, um, your contact, uh, what's the name of your coyote? My coyote? Yes. What's her name? Um, her name is Luna. Her, her handle. Her handle. Her L-U-N-A. Luna. Nice. So Luna gives you a call and says, All right, we're all set. Um, Please, I'll meet you outside. Luna. Pardon? L-U-U-N-A. Sorry. L-U-N-A. L-U-U-N-A. L-U-U-N-A. All right. Yuna. Yuna. He's from Finland. Yuna. Yes, it's a very Swedish night. Um, it's a Scandinavian night here on Shadowrun. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's all right. All right. I will do what I can. I will not Her be very good at that. Yuna. Just, just warning. She lives in the I'm, I'm so sorry to our listeners in Europe. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's okay. Most of the people are from the States, so, you know, it's all good. Just don't do a Michigan accent. accent. We won't be in trouble. 
I don't even know what a Michigan accent is. Anyway, um, so you guys cut to you're coming up on the edge of the edge of Seattle. You're going through some real rough area, and uh, Luna uh, is telling you where to drive, and you, she's in the front with uh, pressed between you, Kiyomar and Cat, and His Excellency is under a tarp in the back, just kind of poking his head out. Um, and the the big machine gun emplacement is like right next to your head. Hmm. Comfortable. So, yeah, if you need to, you can grab that and old school. All I'm right. sure he would throw it. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I will be fixing it. Absolutely. Yeah, All right, so you're zipping through. I'm gonna get Cat to do a driving roll, just because some of this terrain is pretty rough. But uh, given your vehicle, your it is designed for going over this. So your handling is pretty good, five five, and you can add an extra dice. Uh, actually, let's go with an extra uh, four dice to your driving check because um, Luna is helping. Driving. It's gonna I be called driving. It's pilot groundcraft. Oh, okay. All right, and what and am you, I adding to this? Four more dice. So I think it's seven, according to my stat sheet. Um, yep. It might be different for you. I feel like my advanced knowledge skill of how to get behind people is going to come in handy. I think today. so. I think it might. Also, types of trees. That's... No, you do it. You do it. It's your catchphrase. <laughs> that tree there is an aspen. And you can tell because of the way it is. <laughs> All right. We got two successes on 11 dice. It There's a couple times when you bottom out in your truck. And at one point, His Excellency jumps out and, like, lifts the one wheel. And then get just sprayed with mud. So you're... You're covered in mud, His Excellency, from the waist down, uh, and you hop back in, and you don't get stuck permanently, but it, it slows you down. And Luna's like, "All right, that um, might complicate it a little bit, but uh, we'll, we'll do what we can." Uh, you're gonna need to go off the road as we go up ahead, and then up and around the ridge, and you're gonna want to do it right now in the next thirty seconds. So that's all included in your last. Um, roll so you go and that's where you get stuck and lift it back onto the road uh go ahead and do a lifting check for me steve because i know you can do that just lift the back of a truck no big deal it is a toyota that's a pretty good little it's it's a toyota it's a big thing but you got a big thing in the trunk that's your sasuke watch Okay. Uh, six hits. Six hits? Ooh, okay, you brace, and you're sinking in the mud, and that's the problem. You're like, you, you keep losing your grip a little bit. Um, you can do it. It's starting to rocket back and forth, but it's starting to get a little slow. And Luna is like, um, <laughs> we're gonna need to leave the road quickly. Um, I 
if we get spotted by this patrol, it might complicate things. Can I get another lifting roll? And Kiamar, do you want to do anything? As the truck tires like... Uh, well, I'm not going to so much lift it as like push it. Nice. Right. Todd? What's up? Rigger interface. Uh, would that be kind of like a grappling hook that, or uh, no, unfortunately not. Um, although it might have a no, winch. No, no. Add you... winch. <laughs> yeah, seven hits this time. Seven hits. Nice. Okay, it's it's gar starting to go. Um, Donnie, would you have put a winch on your truck? I think you probably would have. That sounds like something. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Considering wait. it does have off-road suspension, yeah, I would have. You gotta put a winch on it. All right, so uh, Kiamar, uh Cat points towards the winch at the front bumper, and and Kiamar, you hop out, or what do you want to do? Or, or are you yeah, gonna let I'll, Luna? I'll... No, I'll hop out and do it. All right, I'm gonna get you to just do an agility plus intuition check to see if you can or logic agility plus logic to just make sure it's a good cinch around a, a nearby tree oh that's right let's see one two three four five Ooh. hits nice so you cinch it real good and then cat hits the button and uh actually cat floors it and lula luna luna um presses the winch button and, and, and his excellence she shoves and the truck pops up out of the ditch I feel like I'm reliving that moment that we had in, in Midland there Steve anyway um, don't even jack it up. we jack it up and push oh, it off the jack. that is so dangerous <laughs> looking back no, it's I'm like not... yeah I it's... Know that was a smarter... it was yeah. smarter than you think actually that it oh, yeah. is actually a very viable off-road get unstuck technique it is, but if you're standing in the wrong spot when that winch goes kicking, it can be bad. Anyway, you don't need that. You pull your, your truck loose and you get off the road just as this patrol jeep comes around the corner. And uh, you kill the lights and you wait a little while. And Luna's like, wait, wait. And okay, go. And so you're back on the road and you keep on driving. So you've managed to skirt around the, uh, the patrols. You've gotten past the checkpoints uh, by taking this wacky, twisty route that, honestly, you'd have a hard time remembering. Uh, and after a while, you get back on just a regular old highway, and you're you're trucking through the for through the mountains. It's getting pretty thickly forested here. There's an aspen, um, and and then after a while, uh, you come through, and uh, and gets like. All right, well, this is where I get off. So just pull over up here. And and you do, I'm assuming. Are we gonna want to kidnap her? No. Oh, she's my coyote. Yeah, hey. pull off. All right, she, she hops out of the truck. She says, I'll be back, uh, I'll be here for the next five days, just camped up on that hill over there. So if you need me, you come and get me, and I'll get you back across. Don't try running it without me. 
It won't work. Oh, I'm not using your voice. Don't try running it without me. It won't go well. So just, just call me. I'll be right up here. I've got my stat radio on if you need me to. Oh, and, um, Kimar? And I pay her her fee. All right. Take care of yourselves. That was a return ticket, so it'd be, th it'd be a shame to waste it. Have a good one. Happy hunting, boys. All right, and I'll pick up. Like a pie. All right. So did we get some, uh, did we get some actual coordinates from Hand Solo? You absolutely did get direct coordinates. Um, unfortunately, yeah. none of you are hackers, so you don't have like satellite feed or anything. Um, you want to roll computers to see if we can just Google Maps it? Yeah. Yeah. From from a drop pin. I have computer one. Okay, then. Oh. Your hacker is ready. <laughs> one hit. <laughs> that could have gone worse. That could have absolutely gone worse. Um, It's a grainy satellite feed. Damn. Cat. I'm going to say... You've pulled up this tiny thing on your phone. You're trying to see. You can tell there's like a gate, and then it goes off the road. And then you pull up the feed on the, the sat link stuff on your truck with the maps and navigation and all that. And boom, it's high res photo. You can see there is a gate. It's not a live update, but you can see there was a gate, uh, and then it goes off road. For, uh, not off road, but like twisting unofficial road you know not assumed uh road twisting through the mountainous passes for a little while then after about a, a kilometer maybe two kilometers of twisting road uh it comes to a clearing and there's a, a number of small cabins uh or buildings kind of off in the woods there uh the resolution is not super high but you can see five main buildings and maybe a couple of out, like outhouses or something um and it's, it's generally, um, according to this sad image that's dated from last year, so not too long ago, um, you, can, you can see there's five main buildings and an out, uh, a couple of outhouses scattered around as well. A uh, kind of central, kind of field kind of area. Nothing too big, but, you know, about half the size of a football field, kind of clearing in the middle. Uh, and it's got a perimeter of kind of cleared trees around the outside. Uh, there's a river on the far side, uh, and it looks like it pretty quickly turns to rapids uh, up as you go further south. But this section seems to be kind of clear, and it's not very wide. It's like a mountain mountain stream sort of thing. Probably a good, eh, maybe, maybe 30, 40 feet across. Nothing too big. The stream is, I mean. All so right. How far from us is that? Like you said, a couple kilometers? Um, well, the, from the end of the where the small twisty road comes off the highway uh, is is a couple of kilometers into the bush, but the actual right. from to where it cuts off the highway is, is about maybe five clicks from where you are now. So you'll be there pretty soon if you want. What time of day is it? What time of day do you want it to be? The daytime of the night. I think, oh, like, we don't want to just drive in, like, five buildings. No. Like, this is where this guy is, right? We, we so, were, early we, morning, just 
like we would want to park like maybe one or two clicks out yeah and wait for nightfall okay and then approach by night I, I would say even that, like, yeah, we'll park and I will do some high level sneaking and scout about and then come back and we can have a little chit chat about how we're going to make this happen. Absolutely. All right. So you do exactly that. You find a, a spot you can pull over. You put your blinker on, put out those little having highway trouble signs, um, or you can just get it off the road and out of sight, whichever way you want to do it. Which way would you like? Cat, you're the driver. Off road, out of sight. Deal. All right. So you pull it off. We can even with... like. I, I will identify the appropriate trees with which to camouflage this truck. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You find some some good old Douglas fir branches that aren't too bad. Uh, all right. You you get the truck all camoed up and hidden away down this kind of uh, a little bit of up yeah. and around the corner, a little bit out of the way. Got some camouflage built into it. That we said. Yeah, we'll just enhance its camouflage with Absolutely. some extra disguising of things. Uh, yeah. Can I, can I get you to roll your disguise skill? Oh, I actually do have that. Nice. That's because Shadowrun has rules for everything. Please disguise your pickup truck. Please roll disguise pickup truck. I actually failed the roll for once. <laughs> so here's... I, I don't have disguise. So here's how it goes. The pickup truck is parked in kind of a small, you know, copes of trees kind of thing. But most of them are tall pine trees. And His Excellency has grabbed the bottom branches off the pine trees, just snapping them and pulling them down. And so all you see are like the, the trunks of the trees... And then a small shrubbery of pine tree thing that is the truck. It's 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 a good thing you're out of sight from the main highway because it probably wouldn't blend in that well. I'll be like, hey guys, what do you think? Can you see it? <laughs> you can't see the truck for the, the trees. You can't see the truck for the trees. Yeah, yeah. I see something all right. You don't like it? It's not. It attracts attention, actually. Yeah, it's not my best work. These trees are weird. Not used I don't to think people trees. see. We're far <laughs> enough away. Should have used the aspen. <laughs> uh, that's it. I'm tearing it down. I'm starting again. <laughs> All right. This time with aspen. All right. You go hunting for some aspen trees. <laughs> I got two hits. This two hits. It looks a <laughs> little better. From a distance, it actually looks... It's actually a blend of the fur and the aspen. And that's why it looks like... It's almost like at a real distance, it looks like a, a little forest. But as you get closer, it doesn't scale very well. <laughs> You're like, huh? <laughs> but it's fine. Two hits. All right. Um, All right. So it's well hidden. You've got some off-roading... Uh, cross-country trekking to do, I imagine, unless you're going to drive the truck. Like, it you would be very hard-pressed to drive the truck through the forest to get there. Maybe possible, but it'd be hard. I think no. the remainder of this needs to go on foot, right? Yeah. That's we need I mean. to scout it out, 
and then wait for nightfall and then extract all right um, Can, i'm just gonna get what's a your, you as an adept do you have do you have traceless walk i do have traceless walk <laughs> let's go tracelessly walking i we're have tra too. we're gonna tracelessly walk let's i feel like there should be a song for that tracelessly walking through the world because he's saying it in sasquatch so it's just grunting Dennis Moore, Dennis Moore, riding through the glen. Dennis Moore, Dennis Moore, with his bag of things. Deals from the poor, gives to the rich. Stupid bitch. What? None of you have seen that? Good Monty Python sketch. Nice. Not that one. I've seen others, but yes. All right. So, can I get um, stealth tricks? Tricks. Can I stealth trick? Yeah, what's your stealthiness? Hold there? on. Uh, yeah. I'm going to need stealth checks from, let's say, all of you. But I'm going to need, between all of you, somebody, at least one, navigation check. Uh, to make sure you don't get lost in the forest. If you don't have navigation, it de Oh, cat has navigation. And three hits on and navigation. Nice. Oh, and sneaking for five. Wow. Awesome. Cat is quiet and hiking through the woods. This is like your MO. This is your bag. Okay. Yeah, I've got three hits on the sneaking test. Nice. Uh, I've well, got three I'm, hits. Hang on. Sorry. He's going to augment that with his uh, knowledge skills. Because I have, uh, so I got those three hits, but I'm going to augment that with the knowledge skills of, well, what, what's better, bushcraft or how to get behind people? I think I'm going to say bushcraft. That actually applies good. better here, I'd say. Yeah. So three hits on that. So I will add three dice to the other thing. Get out of the way, dice here. Three hits. Three out of three. They were all nice. sixes too. I could edge that. Um, so six total hits, I guess, on being sneaky. That's awesome. Oh, I just got real quiet, didn't I? Sorry about that. Okay. So yeah, you do really well, and uh, you end up going pretty. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And how well, did you do? So for just for both of us, traceless walk is super awesome because. You move over surfaces, even snow, sand, thin paper, without leaving visible traces. You make no sound. Um, and hearing perception tests suffer negative four. You do not trip vibration or pressure sensors. You can walk, uh, you cannot walk across liquid surfaces because you're magical, not miraculous. Um, if you walk through deep snow, you don't sink. Nice. Uh, I remember doing can, that as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, with the crust. You can be tracked by scent, but that's at a minus two. Wow. That's so, that's really good. All right, so you guys are super quiet. Awesome. Yeah, between all of all of you did really well. Kutna, uh, sorry, uh, Kiamar got, what, three hits plus the Traceless Walk and His Excellency. How many did you get again? Six altogether. Wow. All right, yeah. 
You are ghosts in the forest. You might as all well you might as well all be Sasquatch. Like seriously. You're just off into the into the bush. So you go yeah. for quite a while. It's a good five or six clicks from where you are, because you're not gonna go in a straight line. Um, you kinda have to bend your way out and around. Uh, and after a while you find your way to that stream being the landmark. It's pretty pretty easy to track. Uh, do you given how you know the lay of the land based on your satellite imaging and all that. Uh, do you want to end up north of the camp and entering, or do you want to come at it from the south? Or the road comes in from the west, so it's you could come in from the roadside as well, but they might expect that. So which angle kind of do you want to come in at? Is and the river is from the south. The river cuts from north to south oh, north on to a south. slightly from west to east. It's like northwest and it ends southeast kind of on that angle and as it's flowing down to the southeast it, it turns into rapids at that end well we probably want like unless there's a um an advantage coming from the north we probably want to come from the south the rapids because they're noisy mm. yeah good call all well, right so okay so that works for that works both ways though right Good point. To a perception check, please. Related here, I, I am going to go down to the stream and clean myself off of the mud because I don't want to leave chunks of mud as a something to be seen. We do know what this guy looks like, right? Yep. You have a photo. Or on perception. Nice. All right. So you definitely get as you're getting to probably around the third kilometer towards, so there's about two kilometers out from it. Um, you don't see any people. What you see is this drone overhead. In a few minutes more, and, and you'll kind of pause under a tree. You, you have no problem staying off as sensors with your sneaking roll. But after a little while, a couple more, and they look like they were, they're rigged for patrol. They look like patrol drones. Yeah, I do. I think we ought to just kind of continue with the sneaking theme rather than sort of take those out or something like that, right? Well, yeah, I'm I mean, you could... They're up here. pretty high. They're not in the yeah. in the tree line. They're above it. We're doing this stealthy, yeah. We're not yeah, taking things out. But there's... Stick you definitely the get the idea there's some kind of perimeter and you're about to cross it. Oh, okay. Well, we're not... I see. So we're not going to just cross it just yet. We're going to, like... Because we want to wait for nightfall anyways, but we also want to maybe gauge, like, how it's being perimetered, how are they monitoring. So we'll stay hidden, and sure. we'll observe. Like, we want to observe, like, how many drones, what's their frequency rotation. Also, even if, it, from our vantage, we could probably... Are we able to see the buildings yet, or it's still far away? It's still kind of up and ahead of you. You're kind of coming at it from a from a lower mm -hmm. angle, so you can't see it yet. But you okay. do, over time, wait and see this patrol. And the drones are definitely within about 100 or 200 meters kind of swath across the sky, uh, directly across the path you're going. And, and they're circling, and a few of them zip over, 
and then back, but they don't seem to be going right to where the where this camp is. Uh, it seems to be um, they don't fly into it quite yet, but they are hovering around the perimeter of it. And you do manage with a pretty good perception roll. I don't know. Somebody's got binoculars, right? I'm sure Cat does. Um, you end up seeing there's a small logo on the side of it, and it's um, it's a logo of Securitech, which is a uh, security company for hire. You've you've heard of them before. They're kind of not Lone Star. They're not Knight Errant. They're just kind of a one of those security companies that people hire sometimes. They're nowhere near like Blackwater or anything, but they they have enough rep that you've heard of them as a basically mercenary for hire, but a little more a little more uh, legitimate than a mercenary. It's more like security company, but on the edge of mercenary. You know what? I just realized I have a stun baton. <laughs> That's even That's better. Handy. I went. I've got now better I've than binoculars. Hmm? I I will not get the defiance X shocker. Sorry, I'm just gonna stay with my stun baton and my trank patches. Sure thing. <laughs> okay. I've got. All right. All right. Sorry, I keep talking and cutting cat off. I think. I have one better than binoculars. It's called an imaging scope. Nice on your rifle absolutely and you could take these things out if you wanted to uh they're just they're roto drones um and actually one of them is like a glide drone with a balloon back so it's meant for long-term surveillance uh and long distance surveillance is this the point where i want to break out my jammer i would say not yet yeah probably if the, I would say if, I would say have it ready because like we'll want to jam them when we actually make our our move. But we we want to be completely unnoticed. If we start jamming, they're gonna know somebody's here. I'm assuming all of you are running silent on your pans and you're you're keeping radio yeah. to the minimum. Yeah, well, we're actually like right next to each other right now. But I, I think we had to suggest we do we kind of circle the perimeter and establish where it is and sure maybe see if there's a more obvious uh avenue of ingress as you're about to start get, getting going you stand up and you hear the crunch crunch of footsteps and you kind of freeze and quickly find your your way to some kind of cover and hide i won't make you re-roll stealth yeah uh, because you haven't officially broken it yet but you see a two-man patrol walking your, their way, probably, you know, almost a hundred meters away, uh, a little further in towards the camp from your current position, and they're just walking, again, that sort of perimeter for a little while, and after a little while, they come walking up, and you hear this, and three, what you were pretty sure where stones kind of move on the top of the ridge ahead and then slowly kind of resolve themselves 
into essentially a sort of ghillie suit. Um, and this guy comes walking out and he's got a, a, a hunting rifle, but with a big scope on it. And you would have walked right past him, but he comes walking down the two people walking by. They're wearing camo and they're carrying backpacks and assault rep, uh, assault rifles. And this person in the ghillie suit walks down towards them, his hands out in front. And like, and they start chatting away with each other. Uh, does anybody here speak Salish? 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 However you pronounce that? Salish. Um, would I... If those guys are super stealthy, like, would I notice them looking astrally? Um, the two guys on patrol aren't actually being very stealthy, or at least not not competently. Yeah, I'm but not the worried other about that. Guy, the other guy was very stealthy. And just from yeah, the sight would they, line, have shown up, would they have shown up with my dual perception, I, I guess, is the question. Well, from this angle, they would have mostly been blocked by the landscape anyway. But if you were okay, so kind of walking right by them, and the landscape, like the, the hillside, wasn't an issue, probably your perception or your sensing might have picked up their aura. So I'll just kind of have a look at them now, just so I can, if there's anything significant about, you know, about them, so I might recognize them or their compatriots when I see them again. Sure, do an sensing check for me, please. Four hits. Nice. Okay, so first of all, you'll definitely recognize their auras next time you see them. Um, the two kind of guard-looking people, the patrol look quite startled and jumpy and aggressive, but not in the personal kind of way. Aggressive in a professional kind of way. Like, trying to look and seem intimidating because that's just how they get stuff done. Um, and the man walking forward to them is... If he's nervous, it, you would not know. Except... By your reading his aura. He is nervous a little bit. Uh, and he goes walking down towards them. And when they look at each other, you can see in the aura the swirling auras of suspicion and a little bit of anger and uh, a, a, just a tension hovering between. They're, they're not friends, they're not in the same group. The two and the one are opposite sides. And they. They kind of keep a good 50, 50, 60 uh, meters apart. Um, but they can, or not that far, that's really far. Let's say 30 meters apart. Uh, and he's, the, the solo ghillie suit guy stops. And then the two patrols stop and spread out and kind of just ready to take cover behind trees. And you can hear them calling out. The guy with the ghillie suit calls out in Salish. And the other two answer back in English. Yeah, you listen, squad. You gotta get the hell off this turf. And then the the guy with the ghillie suit switches over to English. He's like, "No, friend, it is our turf, and you need to leave." Mm. And things start to seem tense. And the two guards look at each other, and, and they're conferring quietly. They're 
a lot closer to you, though. So you pick up just enough of what they're saying. They're like, you know, nobody's around. We could, we could probably take him out. And the other guy's like, we're not paid to escalate, but if he tries anything, put him in the dirt. Yeah, I'll just come. To... I'll just come back to these two and kind of share what I what I pick up that they're you know from the sensing and everything, and we'll we'll do some sub vocaling or whispering or whatever. Um, do we want to instigate something? Well, at some point, I agree. I that quietly do it. Here's I can you're... very quietly do it. I've got a bow and arrow. We're on the same page. What I'm thinking. Okay, is you there's sniper there, right? So we we take a pot shot at these guys and make it look like it was shot. You know, they were being shot at by those guys. Get them going. Like when we're ready to spring our plan into action here. We use that as a distraction. And maybe uh you know, you're here kind of whipping them up and um Kiamar and I are coming in from the opposite side of all of this, trying to sneak in and do the actual extraction. Something to that effect. And then if you I'll can get behind, it's you from behind, but, from behind uh, these two guys, I'll take a pot shot at the sniper's knees. Yeah, something like that. If you can get them fighting at each other and maybe pick one or two off in the process and let them finish each other off, then you can relocate and cover us. I have a pistol with a silencer on him. I can probably get a good shot on him. Right. Well, there's a seedling of a plan. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Okay, so... My other, the other thing I would suggest is that we sit here for... We're, find somewhere where we think we are very well hidden but can observe for around 24 hours to try, try to, you know, get a whole cycle of what's going on here, if that makes sense to you guys. Do we have that long, I guess, is the other question. Yeah. I they... may not be here either, so. Hmm. You're still a good I couple know. clicks from the camp itself, too. Yeah, I don't know if we need to, like, stay here for 24 hours, but I think we we can definitely observe. And... Um, cautiously make sure that we can enter unseen so even if we start something we need to make sure that we're not in the middle of it yeah uh, so i think i think yeah i had a thought earlier too that we should uh we should kind of go around and circle the whole place right no matter however long it takes us we just do that super stealthily Absolutely. just to kind of to to re, you know get a sense of the terrain for sure Okay, so you guys there's watch, that, and there's we several just moments. do a couple of bulk rolls if you want. Well, I think just for the sake of brevity, we're just gonna we're gonna keep the stealth rolls until you decide to break stealth. Um, okay. So, because you all got five and six and and so forth. Um, so we'll try so and get a count of dudes as well. Mm -hmm, absolutely, I'm gonna get you to do perception checks though. Um, so you can one of you can do it, or two of you can. Two of you can roll, but it'll be as an assist, like a team. Let's do it as a team roll. See well, who's got who's got what perception. I got eight perception dice. What, what's your? 
Who should augment who, I I've guess? Got is... seven. Actually, mm -hmm. you know what? Let's do it as all of you can, and we'll just count it as see that how the hit okay. go. I see Donnie's got one hit. Two. But that is a but glitch. A glitch, yeah. Okay, I'm edging that because that sucked. I'm edging the failed dice. How many dice we... did you... I can't, I can't, I can't. Oh my gosh. Okay, and then that one. Burning through the edge. <laughs> Four. 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 Hits. Four hits plus Donnie's one, or Cat's one, and Kiyomar's uh, two. However, a glitch. So as you're making your slow, stealthy patrol around, first of all, this immediate situation does resolve itself over time. It takes a while before these two guards on patrol and this one kind of sniper guy kind of separate begrudgingly. It's like they were testing each other out and they they had some words and it's definitely get the impression like that is the camp's turf but there's an, a group who's interested in containing or maybe trespassing onto it so they're going to be on their guard other than that it seems pretty clear at the moment um and you do end up making your way around and it takes it takes a while, but you do make your all the way around the camp, and you get the impression uh, of the camp pretty pretty good uh, lay of the land given what you see. Uh, the best point of there's a couple of places you see where the road comes winding through the forest. There's a blockade done. There's trees that are felled over it, big signs put over it uh, up on the on the blockade, and it. It's essentially a blockaded road from the camp so that these other corporate um, Securitech guards can't just come barreling in. Uh, it's maintained with, like, spotlights and a uh, portable generator. Um, you see a couple old-fashioned torches burning, even. Uh, and then there's a fairly big group of um, scattered kind of guards from within the camp side of things but also the Securitech. You see three Securitech vehicles parked a little way back down on this side road before the before the gate. Uh, one of them is a big Ares Roadmaster and uh, brand new armor personnel carrier. The other two are kind of smaller SUVs or Jeeps. And they're uh, parked a little way back and you can see people kind of milling around with coffee. It seems like a, a kind of a command center. And it's just this low-grade tension in all of these people and a, and a sense of menace from both... Well, certainly from one side. The people on the camp are... They'll defend their territory. And you can get this from a sensing. They'll defend their territory, but they're not... They're, they're aggressively defending their territory, but they don't seem to be leaving it. Whereas the Securitech people definitely are slowly impinging upon this uh, territory. Okay, so that's interesting. So the, the, that security patrol was not actually from the camp. They're trying to move into the camp. Yeah. Which means the camp is on alert, and that'll make your job a little harder. 
as you make your way up and around, kind of you're doing a counterclockwise spin out, so you'll end back at the river again. Um, so you pass the road, and then you keep going out and around. And again, it's about two, two and a half kilometers, sometimes a little less, from approximately where the center of the camp would be. And the territory gets much more rugged as you go further north. Like, you're into kind of high-grade foothills and really steep areas. Um, can I get... What did... Uh, I? So, you're like, hey, I could see really well from up there. So you, you kind of make your way up and uh, over top of this ridge. And you're looking out, and you manage to spot, like, the patrols. You see some drones zipping by. Um... And everything's going really well, and you get two hits on your perception. But what, unfortunately, you don't happen to notice is um, you're standing on a section of, of unsteady cliff face. So I'm going to need you to do agility plus reaction. It's essentially a saving throw. Go for it. If Gordon is there. You said Kootenai. Oh, I'm sorry. Kiyomar. Kiyomar. Uh, all right. So what am I rolling again? Uh, you're going to roll um, percept. Uh, sorry. Agility plus reaction. As the... Okay. Uh, oh, our chemist got all worded out. Yeah. All right. That's okay. You got to do what you got to do. So what'd you get? Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. All right, so the side of the rock that you're on just starts to tilt. Right? You're kind of a little bit out on the edge, just kind of doing a quick count, getting a good view out over the camp. And then all of a sudden, you start to feel it shift and slide, and you're just like, uh, do you want to go downhill or end up back uphill? With that uh, save, back you get up. a choice. Okay. So you quickly yeah, backpedal along. Doo -doo -doo. You yeah. leap off just as the rock falls away and just goes down the hill, uh, taking a bunch of smaller rocks along with it all the way down. Nobody else gets hurt. Um, you all see this happen. And you're like, Ur! and you see Kiyomar leap at the last second, land on more secure territory, grabs a tree to make sure he's not falling. Um, the rest of you are also up at the top. And, however, it does make a pretty big noise in the area. I'm going to need you all to roll another stealth check, please, as you... Well, what do you want to do? Well, we Stay need to stealthy. relocate <laughs> yeah. to somewhere else. Stealthily relocate. All right. Roll a new stealth check, please. Four hits. One, two, three, four hits. Oh, seven. God. <laughs> they get a negative four dice pool from me and Kiyomar each. Though. Nice. Yeah, so Don't essentially play. you're all at sevens. Oh, damn. So it, it was that traceless walk that really put you over the top. It's just like skip, skip, skip. And like after a while, you just blend into the trees and just wait and you and and uh his excellency gives you each a aspen branch to hide behind and you're and you're all just like just ghosting through the trees at a 
decent cliff, and you see like four drones off in the di like now the distance as you've moved away, kind of circling where the rockfall was, and uh, you even see at one point a horse, a legit horse with a rider come up through the trees ahead of you, uh, a little ways off to one side. So you're not going to get spotted. But you can see they're from the camp and they're off to go. And you can see there's another walking person nearby. And they, so somebody from the camp has come out to see the rock fall as well. But uh, you are well and truly clear of there before they get there. They don't see right. our tracks. And they tracks. do not so, see your tracks. On the... So, question then. From the noise to the arrival of all this stuff, how long did that take? You probably had about 10 minutes. Well, the drones were there in about five. And then the person on horseback about five minutes after that. And the person on horseback yeah. keeps a distance and is looking through kind of a macro binoculars type thing. Um, just to take in what the rockfall was. They don't get super close to that edge. Um, this gives me some food for thought ideas. Is there, so, okay, now that we've circled this whole place, is there, like, is there somewhere, Cat, that you could use as more of uh, an effective sniper's perch that we think we can see somewhere? Can I would say be. there is a higher ridge even than the one you were on. Uh, a little, it's pretty close to where the river comes cascading down and then it, it makes a little pool and then it's about a maybe 500 meters or so, and then it gets to the camp, and then it continues probably another 200 meters, and then into some rapids. So if you're up by that waterfall, you would have a really good view. But it's uh, going to take some climb. Sorry, do you guys have sub-vocal mics for your pans? Let's just say Either you me. all do, as yeah. decent Shadowrunners who survive more than one day. So, my, yeah. Yeah, everyone's standard gear, right? Uh, I mean, His Excellency would ask that question, though, because, you know, he wouldn't know. <laughs> He's like, oh, you just got this fancy thing. You strap it here, and you don't have to make noise when you talk. I just push it <laughs> my throat. You guys ever seen one of these? <laughs> hey, guys. Hello? Can you hear me now? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I'm thinking... I'm thinking that's the thing. Like, we have our sniper overwatching. And then, you know, we just keep keep an open calm and sneak in and try to identify this person and sneak out. Because I, I, I don't think there's going to be any more information we can gather. I don't think there's really any, unless anyone's got any other thoughts on that. I think we send in the two adepts to extract and have the sniper yeah. do sniping. Yeah, basically a night. Nice. All right, so let's do that. So, Cat, I'm going to need a climbing check from you. And If you have the well, gear, like yeah. climbing gear, it would be assisted. So you can add two dice to that. Well, we get to that, we should take a commercial break. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, I just want to hear the climbing check and uh, Kiyomar and His Excellency, I'm going to keep your previous stealth check.
check, which adds up to a total of seven, including the minuses from Stealthless. How'd you do there, Cat? I don't have climbing. Ah, uh, oh well, you have to do it freehand then. Um, it's going to default to, I forget if it's strength or agility. Uh, oh, you do have climbing claws, so it is assisted. So those retractable so, climbing claws that you had as cyberware? Uh, so you're, you're cutting out again. Internet. Internet. Come on. Send, send well What wishes. am I rolling? So you're going to roll strength, but you're going to minus one dice from your strength. But then I want you to add back three dice because you're climbing claws. Either he's very good at staying still, or he's frozen. Can't tell. He's the mime king of Minnesota. Zero successes. Three glitches. Oh! 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 Three. Okay, okay then. Gadget! <laughs> you want to do anything about that? I'll, I'll be kind. Give Cat or Donnie some time to respond because he's having internet issues. Would you like I to edge that? Reroll all of those <laughs> failures. Oh, I was so. He, finds, he slips a little and goes, wait a second. No, Let me just you're take a right deep breath at here. the top. You've climbed all the way up this mountain cliff face to get up next to this waterfall. And you're like, ooh, if I tuck in real close to the waterfall. And you, and your foot slips on a slime, slimy rock, and you're like, "Oh no!" And you hit the ground and just slide to, to fall off the edge. And your legs are over, and you're like about to go over the edge, and just you're like a hundred feet up in the air, and just looking down over this, and you spend that edge, and you just. In one universe, you fall and just, and your back is shattered as you hit the rocks at the bottom. You hit halfway down, you spin, your head is like gashed open. You hit the rocks at the bottom, just pile broken amongst, and these buzzards start to circle. And then you blink your eyes, and you're, it's like cut back to the top as you're dangling, just hanging on a root. Just one, actually it's a foot. You got a foot wedged in a root you're dangling upside down your hands uh, like akimbo and you just managed to hook your foot underneath one root before you fell and did all that so you're okay with your two hits uh I, you do like the world's most terrifying chin up, like sit up grab and Actually, like clamor Todd, he actually did better than that. You see the you see that ten and that fourteen? Oh, this is edge too. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll pop it. the fourteen actually would count as three, right? Because there's yeah, or no, sorry, as two. Yeah, so it makes it three successes altogether. Yeah, three three hits all in. You do a sit up and you grab yourself and you grab some rocks and you clamber back up to your little nest, just breathing heavy, and. uh you dropped a granola bar and it went 
damage, and it's laying where your body would have been. There goes your snack. All right. So you're up in your in your little nest, and uh, and uh, what do you want to do? We're gonna take a break in just a minute. I'm, I'm just here. trying to safe spot and sit. Yeah. Um. <laughs> No moving. <laughs> Do you guys want to have seen that? Or did, did you not see it? Well, so I, I don't see, think I was watching. To I be was... fair, I don't think we would have seen it because we would have gone down already. That's fair. Yeah. All right, we Kat, your reputation is safe. You're okay. <laughs> they didn't see. And as we're going down, like funny enough, I'm going to turn on my astral sense as well. Just in case. Absolutely. Astral perception. All, all right, right. Can I get a sensing or perception from the two people going? Actually, from all three of you. You get to pick. I like the frozen thumbs up. We're all rolling a sensing? Uh, anyone who wants to roll a sensing or perception as you make your way into the camp. I'm not I'm not going into the camp. Well, as they yeah. make their way into the camp and you're camped yeah. up top just keeping eyes on. Two. Nice. Uh, three. All right. And three from Donnie. I I'm going to look astrally because I I want to know. Well, for you it's kind of always. But Yeah. I want to know if there's any magical threats because we really don't have any way to deal with them other than <laughs> All right. So as you're walking, you're pretty close to that river at this point. And so as you're walking down, um, because you're on the lookout for magic, you swear for a moment you see something swirling in the river. Almost like a fish or something just swimming. And you look again, and it's not there. And you're just like, I thought I saw... And you get this... You can't see it, but you get this feeling like the hairs on your arm just kind of standing a little on edge. Something's here and is paying attention in the river. That's all you get. Meanwhile, Cat, you're up on your perch and you're busy using your scope to look around. Just take it all in. You can see the drones. You see the person with the horse. Whenever they break through kind of gaps in the trees and you mark them on your pan and that means everybody can see them. So that's good news. Um, so everybody can kind of make out. You're just keeping overwatch and keeping them uh, heads up. Either a map display if either of you want to call it up or any of you. Or you can do like a, just a little dot reticle or whatever it is you want to highlight any uh, friendlies or uh, non-friendlies with. And at that point, I think uh, you are making your way into the camp proper. And with that, we're just going to take a little break, refresh our vivrage, and uh, we'll hear a word from our sponsors in a few minutes. We don't actually have any sponsors. We make that up. I have to say that legally. Uh, please don't. We do not have any sponsors. Actually, that's not true. Our podcast does get some sponsors. So thanks to, uh, I think, Dungeon Dads subs subbed up there for a little while and a couple other podcasts. So shout out to those people. Um, and, uh, you know, 
get the word out get you know let's let's hear some more stories and make some more stories together don't forget internet you can make your mark on our game by making our lives uh more difficult by making suggestions or throw it make it easier for them to have glitches or whatever you want and uh and players too we can do that too all right so we're just gonna take what do you guys want 10 minutes five minutes five is fine five i think but yeah right. five is good all right so we will be back in five minutes take it easy folks cheers <laughs> brought to you by alcohol <laughs> it's the cause of and solution to all life's problems i'm stealing from the simpsons all right let's get back hi everybody we're back meanwhile let's do this so you've got overwatch you've got people hiking on down in you pretty sure there's a spirit in that water somewhere but it doesn't yeah. seem to have noticed you yet so you're coming in from the north end uh down towards the camp it's fairly level ground at this point uh kind of edging downwards and i don't even know if this map is visible to you so i'm gonna see if i can turn off dynamic lighting and there you go hey so there's several different buildings this is one of them uh, on the big map on roll 20. So you can go ahead and take a look, see. Uh, and it looks a little something like this. Uh, so you see the territory around it um, is kind of hilly, and there's just different ledges up and towards what would be one of the main uh, buildings in this small camp. It's reinforced. You can see it's um, it's got lumbered sections, but there's kind of concrete uh, it's fairly well disguised and overgrown, and there it is kind of built into the side of one of these ridges. Uh, so if you if you want to see it, it's almost like it's flipped from what you what it appears on the map. But you're coming down the hill and to the left of the map, down kind of uh, this aways. It keeps going off towards the river, probably a good like another 20, 20 meters or so down, uh, kind of this steep slope. Uh, on the way down with these different kind of spots, uh, thinking kind of like a fairly difficult approach from the waterside, but not bad for a good climber like yourselves. There's a small balcony just at the south end, some steps leading up, a little platform outside, and then there's a ramp up onto kind of an observation section uh, on the roof. It's got a flat roof. Uh, you also see there is a satellite antenna there, but it looks pretty looks like it's seen better days it's like got vines and stuff on it who knows if it's still in use or not and um uh, the actual building itself is made of lumber uh which every time i say that i have to say lumber lumberg anyway so it's lumber and uh and kind of nice relatively nice construction uh a pretty broad like in terms of scale you'd probably guess this is a good 40 or 50 feet long and probably about 30 30 30 to 40 feet kind of width on this map can everybody see it okay on your yeah all right i can see it awesome just making sure roll 20 is 
doing its thing. Was it pointed out to me that there may be a spirit in the river, in the water? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll mention that. Okay, because if you do that, I will... I will see if my mentor spirit is available. Oh, okay. Well, who's your mentor? It's a raven, right? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> he was... Can I get you to do a magic plus either intuition or logic? Both the same, so sure. Uh, two. <clears throat> All right. So you definitely hear the like of a crow kind of in the distance or a raven in the distance, and you see a couple of flutters of dark-winged birds around. You've definitely got the attention of your spirit, but hmm. it's not it's not manifest. It's not it's you get the sense of I'm watching. Okay. All right. And so, then we'll continue. Um, yeah. All right. So I'm gonna need a new set of stealth checks as you make your way into this camp. Where on the map am I? You'd be off the map at this point. Um, definitely. Uh, you'd be almost due south. Like directly bottom of the map, uh, pretty far, pretty far down that away. Like at least this again three times, at least. So here's a question. Um, I'm just trying to. I haven't used this in a while. Attribute boost. Yeah. So it's how does that focus. work again? Really quick. You focus for a second and just you know turn it on and it's just like whoom and it's uh and it's on yeah. and then eventually you take drain from it. Yeah, so the way you have to roll to see how long it lasts essentially. So you're hang on. You want to turn it on not too long before you actually you're have to it. use it. So I was just wondering, okay. All right, just checking. All right, then well, I won't turn it on for sneaking, but I guess when we need to go. Yeah, sure. so you would roll your magic rating in dice plus your attribute boost rating in dice. So, you know, for me, that's six plus two. So I'd roll eight dice, and each hit boosts your attribute rating by one. So however many hits you get... Got it. Boosts your reaction and... Or, or your, if it's agility, it boosts your agility by that many hits to your attribute maximum. Okay. Which I think is one and a half times your... And my drain, and my drain is seven, so... Yes, you, you take seven. drain equal to the level of the power, though, which would be, t oh. you know, which would just okay. be whatever the rating is. Okay. Yeah. So... All right, I'll I'll roll for uh, stealth then. All right, go for it. Just trying to uh, get a little bit of token action here, just in case. No reason, no reason you need. Token. Yeah, you know what though? Like, um, 
because this is like a con pretty consequential roll, can I edge this then? Yeah, you can pre-edge if you want. Sure. Pre-edge it. Done. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to do the same thing for the same yeah. reason. So then my sixes explode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I wow. am going to be freaking invisible. <laughs> I like that you did same that. Here. You hadn't said you're edging it. I wasn't going to. So I've got, well... I mean, my edge didn't, my explosions didn't do that well, but I got five. Still, that's pretty good. Oh Definitely edge added. Oh my to god. Okay, I kept getting sixes over and over again. Do when you when you roll edge ahead of time, do you re-roll your fails? Still? Uh, no, no, not no. the fails, but you do re-roll sixes. So you got okay. three sixes, and you rolled them again. So you're good. Alright, my, my sixes kept exploding. How, hold on, I gotta jump to your camera one sec. I can't see that. And it's not that I don't yeah. believe you. It's I just got, that I don't I got, believe you. That Whoa. many hits. That is ten. I think your physical limit is What's your physical limit? This is my this is my my stealth check. <laughs> this Damn. is my sneaking check. Yeah, but it still suffers so... limit though. Yeah, I don't know what the limit is. Oh, wait, no, the limit would be 11. The limit would be 11, oh, wow. so I'm, I'm oh, still within wow. my limit. Wow. Okay, so you are a damn ghost. I, I, I owe you for that suggestion. <laughs> welcome. Holy. Okay. His Excellency. He's just gone. <laughs> yeah. Kiamar, you have no idea where he is. He's just gone. I mean, you can see on the on the pan overview like where he is but that's it otherwise you could not tell the difference between him he's he's wearing a tree suit at this point yeah i think i've had you, like i've like I, I rolled four sixes and then that turned into three more and then those turned into one so so i just threw your icons here just for the sake of throwing them here you can choose where you kind of want to approach from um you're coming from, on the map, down is north. I know that's weird, but down is north, okay. and you're making your way south by moving up on the map. Um, My... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, there's the balcony off to your right, and then the structure itself is almost three stories high over where it's where I'm blinking there, just uh, the rest of it. It's kind of up on stilts at that point, kind of sticking out from the hill, and then the the main floor of it uh, is actually kind of even with the slope and it goes into the hillside uh, at the very top there. So it's kind of built partly into the hill. And so coming at it from the left side, it would be a three-story, one of which is all stilt. And then ground floor and then another floor. Uh, and then there's a balcony a little bit lower on the right and some steps up, and then you'd be on the main floor. So it depends on how you want to approach this. Uh, you can see there's a couple of people milling around there, and it does uh, actually cat. You're the one who sees it, and you pipe it through from your scope's gun image out to their view, so they can see the kind of bird's eye view. And you can see several different people kind of 
milling about on the top here. Um, you can see, you know, there's, oh, is it going to drag? Is it going to drag? All right. Whoa, she's huge. It's a huge woman. Run. She's a giant. Okay, no, she's not a giant. It just dragged in big. So you can see a couple of people. Uh, it appears they're having a conversation. She's um, trying not to bring in giant beings, but it's not just leave that one huge. It's funny. Yeah, that's true. One of them's a troll. She's a lot bigger. Uh, and you see this guy as well. Oh, that's hold on. All right, you see two women and uh, a dude. Uh, kind of near the balcony there. And, uh, one of them's a troll. That's the bigger woman. And a human male. Uh, and uh, another female. Uh, elven female. All of Two of them seem to have uh, kind of emerald features. And then the male seems kind of Swedish. The Swedish just... male look like a mark. Uh, cat kind of you say that on your on your comms and cat zooms in on the scope uh, and indeed he does appear to look like your mark Todd you have my character on the map I do just so you can kind of see you're much further down than that but you're way down I just put you there just so you can you know have a spot that you're, you're off screen that direction essentially yeah. is what you're we're you're like two or three times further down that way and up about a hundred feet but i just figured wouldn't want to leave you behind and his excellency is a tree al along the path so convincingly a tree that people are like yeah that was always there what you didn't know that was there do i get a sense that i've been this awesome at sneaking like do i realize you that you feel extremely stealthy feel good about it. yeah you feel really good about this like yes, let me I put feel, it this way yeah. you sneak up on a squirrel that's sitting there and then you gently pick him up and move him and he doesn't notice <laughs> uh, so i'll just i'll just confirm i said i've got three up on the rooftop uh, patio section area and one off to the east kind of on the let that as the on the slope there cat you switch over to thermal you see about six or seven more warm bodies inside the main structure as well kind of inside I, this i will let them know that mm -hmm. and you can all see on the scope the overlay in the kind of picture in picture in the corner of your goggles A couple of drones go by, but with your stealth, they don't slow down, and they keep really high. And you you notice them more because the people on the balcony point, and they're like saying, they're speaking mostly a mixture of English and Salish. Um, and so, the the Swedish-looking dude, your mark, Greg, that's Greg right there. I'm actually going to put him put him with a name on him. That is your mark, and you can overhear him talking little snippets as the the sound from the river kind of makes it inaudible at times but generally you can hear him a little bit greg is which right guy greg, greg is the one on the right this one okay i 
I'm just going to sub-vocalize and say, I, f I feel like I can get really close, guys. There are some trees up there next to them. Give me, give me half a second to see how close I can get. Go. And I'm going to, I'm going to try continuing to sneak up kind of like, right. okay. So you see, I'm going to try and sneak to here. <laughs> nice. So you kind of get right up next to it. And with your long Sasquatch arms, just grab the balcony. And kind of slowly, ever so slowly, do the world's slowest chin-up as the tree. And the people watching are, like, looking up at the drones, and they look down, and the tree is stable and not moving. And then they turn back to each other, and they look back, and the tree is just a little taller than it used to be. And, that, and so on, as you're just moving inch by inch, slowly up. And then you tuck in next to this one. And then you kind of sidestep next to this one. And that's about as close as I'm going to get you. Like, I know you want to get around, but you're going to need to do a stealth check. You are literally 10 feet, like, yeah, basically 10 feet away from Greg right now in your tree costume in, next to another tree. And that's as oh, good I'm, as that I'm, edge will get you. I'm going to throw in my how to get behind people skill. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Four hits oh, on that, okay. Four hits on that, so I will right, so add, add that four. to a, a sneaking uh, yeah, test. I'm going to go oh, sneaking. Go. Oh, and now's the time I'm actually going to... Um, okay, let me set those dice aside for a sec. I'm going to turn on my attribute boost. Ooh. So the Sasquatch just takes a deep breath in through his nostrils. Okay, boosted by four. So that adds four more dice to the agility. So you're I have a total of plus eight right now from a regular stealth roll. Do you want a pre-edge? Just there. Sure, this will be hilarious. Let's do that. All right, we'll add sure. those dice. Add those dice. Oh, lordy. So Kiamar, okay, if yeah. he didn't have his hand telling you where he was, you would yeah. have no idea where he is. Um, but you see him going up in the foolhardy way, and they're not responding. What do you want to do? <laughs> um, <laughs> he I went. To, I didn't. That's right. He went to the right. Can I can I go like all the way around? Uh, we're going down on them, right? Is that correct? We're coming from a higher position. Uh, actually, you're coming from a lower position. Lower position. Up at the okay. So if I was to um, like move up here, so they can't see me, how f how far down am I? Am I like one floor down from them? Oh, sorry, I didn't realize we had the giant Amazon woman over there. Uh, where? Oh, yeah. Like, if I went From, up to here. Yeah, you're a full floor below them. It's on a pretty steep slope at that point. There is a tree right there, though, so you could climb that. Yeah, like, I'm wondering if I could, like, basically, while he's even. going to the right, I could use the tree and maybe even climb the tree to get to them if needed, like, slowly. Yeah, yeah you could totally do that. Go ahead and make an athletics roll or, um, or stealth. I would, uh, okay. 
after you've resolved all of that, I have I have a special Sasquatchy skill I'm gonna use. Well, I'm going to um I don't know what athletics is in this. Oh sorry. Uh climbing. Uh, climbing or gymnastics or I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll use gymnastics. Okay. Um I would count that, yeah. And so but I'm gonna attribute boost first as well. My nice. agility. Okay, make your roll for attribute so, like, boost while I play the sound. Do, 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 do. All right. Parkour! Big money boost. I boosted myself by one, two, three, four, five dice. Woo. All right. Add them to your uh, gymnastics but, check. And I'm also going to need a new stealth check because you're okay. technically or sneaking. Same. Which you add dice to that as well now. Yes, yeah, because my agility is way up. So my gymnastics is like 16. Got the ninjas. So essentially it's go time now because this lasts okay. two times the number of combat turns that you got One, in hits. Two, three, four, oh. five, six, seven, eight on my gymnastics. Dang em. And now roll a sneaking for me. Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wow. Okay, so Super Ninja Stealthy Sasquatch, just legitimate Sasquatch from the legends up in the forest over there. And then we got Kiamar, the ninja adept, is just like, puts his back on the wall and just walks up like, the tree. And then silently pulls himself up into the branches and can easily, uh, when you're ready, go. Actually, the tree continues up past the level of the balcony that, or the floor that they're on. And so yeah. there's a little gap between like the branches and the, the railing that they would see. So you just time it where um, Greg turns to the others and, and says, Those bastards always impinging on our territory. Don't they know that they have no right to be here? And and the woman turns and and turns to him and says, "Oh yeah, but they don't have any respect for anything." And in that instant where they're looking at each other, you just go up into the tree and are completely disguised amongst the branches. Okay. Hey. It's all right, Clarissa. I'd never leave you. I know. I know. I do right. have a question. Yeah, what's up? Where did the troll on the uh, right side of the board go? <laughs> I accidentally placed them. There was no troll there. Uh, there are okay. some people inside. Um, inside? Just, yeah. Okay, let me know when it's okay, my turn. I'm keeping my eye out on my so I go ahead, Donnie. What were you going to say, Donnie? I said I was keeping my eye out on that one. I didn't want it to uh, disappear on me and <laughs> sneak up on my, my companions. All right. Okay. So you guys are about to pounce 
or whatever, you're just you're you're feeling like the 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 time might be ripe for you to strike. There's only three of them. They're totally unsuspecting. It'd be nice if there was less. Like maybe they can leave them alone. And almost as if you were so pleased, like you're willing it to happen. The two women start going inside, start making their way into like a, there's a door here. Um, and they start to go in and Greg's like, he pulls out kind of a little flask, opens it up, takes a little swig and looks out over the forest, takes a deep breath. You see these big Sasquatchy arms coming out to grab him from behind. And then you hear a whinny of a horse and footsteps. And these two guys, uh, the people who were on the horse patrol, come walking down the path. And his, mag- his excellency is just like frozen in place. And they literally walk right past you, not even seeing you walk out onto the terrace uh, first one then the other as you're just frozen there and they literally just walk right past you and uh, there's a there's a troll and then a, a human and they come walking up and they they greet Greg and he turns around and starts talking with them and they're saying stuff like um, yes well we'll keep them as busy as possible but um, it would really help if Put in a word with your mother. I don't want to call her. All right, guys. I already. I'm. I'm with you now. All right. That's. That was the deal. But we could really. Could use, the corporate assets. There's nothing more you can. So they're. They're kind of plotting, something, like he's, kind of influential in, whatever it is that they hope to make here. What do you want to do? Uh, okay. I, I have a plan. Uh, it's 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 a it might be the craziest thing I've ever done. Okay. Uh just one sec. The two women have now gone inside. Uh the troll woman and the and human woman. It's just Greg and these two dudes. And the actual the, the Greg and the troll and then the human walks past Greg and gives him a little shoulder chuck on the way past. No love lost there. And then he keeps walking in and uh, calls into the house. Like, hey, is there any grub? All right, so it's just Greg and the troll outside now. The, the person who was on the horseback. You said you wanted to do a foolish plan? Tell, tell me who you want me to target. Just stand by. I'm going to create a distraction. And then I'm going to grab Greg. Just, I guess, wait for it. A really weird signal. <laughs> uh, now, here's what I'm actually going to try. Okay. I'm going to use my skill of mimicry because I'm a Sasquatch and I'm going to mimic like two raccoons fighting and I'm going to use my skill of con to try to throw my voice, make it seem like it's, you know, somewhere over in the opposite of me. <laughs> Technically, the opposite of you is Kiyobar. No, 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 not there. Like, uh, just further up on the map? Yeah, like, can, how can I click on the map? You just to, use to the a... pointer arrow and hold the button down. Here, I'm going to, like, make it go here. Hold on. 
That's my plan is to like oh, make a okay. noise appear like it's coming over here. Okay. Okay. So let me <laughs> let me roll um well first <laughs> first let me roll mimicry to make the sound like a couple of fighting raccoons. Because <laughs> that's just funny. Uh, as a person, I've heard fighting raccoons. It is not subtle. Okay, that's two hits. <laughs> um, let's let's try con. Roll for raccoon. That's that's what we just did. <laughs> roll for far away <laughs> roll raccoon. Roll for raccoon. Dice. Ooh, two hits. All right. Two and two. So it doesn't quite get as far as you'd hoped, but it sounds like it's coming from down near the satellite, kind of way. Okay. And then the move is to like you know that gif of Homer Simpson where he fades into near the bushes. Yeah, you, have yeah. you seen that? But but I'm actually like forcefully like hand around the mouth, <laughs> pulling okay. Greg into the bushes. <laughs> now actually, um, you would do that, except here's the problem: you're about to do that. You're busy making the noise. First of all, Steve, can I get you to do your best impression? Of two raccoons fighting, please. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. <laughs> All right. I don't know if that's coming through at all. Not, not much. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was super quiet. All right. So, um,. Greg doesn't move. He hears the sound and he's like, huh? and they both, they both turn and look, but only the person who was on horseback moves. And you see him kind of ready his rifle and go walking past you and up towards the, the staircase that leads up to the satellite. And he kind of looking around up there and his back is totally to Greg. But the problem, you can't grab Greg and do this, the, um, that thing because He's not near you. He's kind of, you're between him and the other guy. However, so when it, go ahead. No, I no, told him ahead. to. You start uh, and you start. Yeah, if he's yeah. doing that, because I know he's doing that. The other, the troll is walking away, right? So if yeah. Greg is is turned his way, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak up and I'm going to. I'm either gonna stun baton him or use a trank patch. Ooh, okay. But I guess I'm gonna you to roll your melee combat as you reach down like you're this tree is bigger than it appears in this image and you're kind of yeah. in amongst the branches you're out laying on a branch and you just reach down so we still get the branch the hands from the tree uh as you reach down with the stun bat hatch go ahead and do an unarmed combat to unarmed. next level okay Perfect. are you stunning are you stunning greg or no, no you're stunning the other guy no, I'm stunning Greg. Oh, you're stunning Greg. Okay. Yeah, he'll be quiet that yeah. way. It's good. Yeah, he'll be quiet that way. So, so And then I'll just sub-vocalize uh, cat. Fire and away. you know what? You know what? I'm going to spend an edge on that. <laughs> yes. Let's do this. Use the edge pool. <laughs> edge monkey. Edge monkey. Oh, one, two, three. Three. Wow. All right, three, and not a glitch though. Okay, he does not see this coming, so he, at the very last second, just kind of steps to the side, and you have to just reach a little far 
to get him and just slap it on there. Let's see if his kind of instinctual, like, whoa, what was that? Uh, would be enough to get him out of the way. He doesn't have very many dice, so we'll see. Ooh, only net two on your part. But that's enough, as the Trank Patch kind of... its it, You were going for the back of his neck, but he turned his yeah. head so you actually get the side of his jaw and his face, and little micro-needles yeah. puncture, and it sticks on, and you see him be like, Oh, what the... And he says that out loud, and then it starts to hit his system. <laughs> he um, should have put the Trank Patch over his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you can edge again if you want to, but two hits isn't going to quite get that. You got it on the side of his jaw. Yeah. Um, can I edge? Like, yeah, you can. Can I use my last edge on that? Or yeah, if you want to, sure. It's to re-roll the failures, or yeah, no, to re-roll. You got him. You trank. You hit him with the trank patch. Yeah, it should knock. It hit him. It should knock him out. He got. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to make. Oh, okay. So I don't need to. Okay. No, you don't have to. So you get him on the side, no, he makes a little fall out. He's like, what the? Uh! And then the drugs hit his system as it sinks in, as his jaw just goes limp. The whole side of his face is like, Ugh. and he got one hit to resist. So he's like, he, he falls down and he's just crawling, hands and knees. He's still semi-conscious. He took nine stun and he's crawling away from the tree and he kind of rolls over on his back and trying to push himself back away from it from whatever the hell it was in the tree this shadowy figure that just slapped him in the face <laughs> he's just like yeah <laughs> and he's down to nine stun all right he's he starts calling out but it's weakly he's like hey tom tom uh. and his majesty or his excellency um this guy makes it to the stairs and he hears he hears Greg call out, and he turns back around, but there is kind of a, a little walkway in the way, so he he starts coming back down this way. Um, is there anything you want to do, or Cat? Cat, snipe him. I'll even say that. I'll say, Cat, snipe that guy. You, you've got a clean line of sight. And and while I say that, I'm I'm grabbing Greg. Like, I'm jumping out to grab him. Oh, that makes me so sad. How did you roll zeros? Who? <laughs> I'm just looking at Kutenai's roll there, and there's a bunch of zeros. I'm not sure how that's even possible. I don't see any rolls. You gotta get the physical dice, man. Uh, you get one... Oh, I see them now. It's a bunch of fours and one five. Did you want to do anything about that, or you just take that... You edge... Edge why that. We, why do I not see that? You have to hover over the number one. Huh. Alright, cat, it's up to you. Donnie. Use you your edge, edge, cat. Are you happy? Or are you frozen? He's How do I edge? Oh, you just spend edge and just tell us you are, and you have one less of your edge pool available as the night goes on. That's it. Yeah, so you just re-roll your failures at this point. Yeah, so go ahead I'm and roll. Re roll my long arm. Uh, a lot of dice. <laughs> that's yeah, better. There you go. That's a lot better. That's four total hits. So and that's going to be. This is with the silencer. 
This is with the silencer. That's troll. Oh, yeah. I, I feel bad for this dude. I, I genuinely do with the desert strike. Uh, where is that? I don't have that in front of me, but we'll just, we'll just say it's fourteen p. I think that's it. it. Is. Oh, there it is. Yeah, fourteen p. Minus five to his armor. So this is going to be ugly because you also can stage that up to 18p. Oof. All right. Okay. Just rolling for their damage. Uh, well, technically, I'll see if he can get out of the way as well. One second. Actually, he had pretty much next to no chance to dodge because he doesn't really know anything's happening. So it just goes and just, there's no like warning, the shot just and hits him. Uh, and he rolled 11 dice. Only two of them hits, but they are big hits. Uh, so this person, yeah, that's, that's going to be, uh, it doesn't hit them in the chest. It hits them in the throat. So he comes around the corner with his shotgun. He's like, Greg? <laughs> and falls over. That person is dead. Very dead. <laughs> I love the red X. Yeah. And we're going right. to pick up Greg and get out of here. All right. So Kiyomar, you hop down. His Excellency, you're you're coming at him from the other side, and you both just grab him, and like hog tie him, zip tie him, duct tape him, um, and just. Go I'm just gonna side. throw him over my shoulder and yep. yeah. Okay. yeah, and just you we... both go to the edge and just woof off the side, parkour down the tree, and just parkour, parkour. Okay, I'll and play stealth that on out of there. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get you to roll some stealth. Go ahead. Parkour! I am covering their retreat. Absolutely. It All was right. so swift and quiet. Um, and it was over so fast. It's actually a few minutes before um, the troll woman comes walking back out with like a sandwich on a plate a couple of sandwiches and she's like greg greg tom what was the oh, idea tom the and they go running up this is like minutes later and you guys are already like way down the hill like four successes off the map. four successes plus your traceless walk how about you there yeah. steve six 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 successes plus traceless walk yikes you guys are just gone. Off into the forest in the night. And that's when you hear the crow call. Kiyomar. Yes. And in your mind, you get this sense. She awakes. Be on guard. And you all hear this rumble, this slow gurgling sound of the river seems to just get a little louder. 
as you guys are making your way back towards the river. Cat, you're kind of repositioning, getting ready to go down the cliff face. And I'm going to need everybody to roll initiative. You're not even sure why. You just, the hairs on your neck just stand on edge. And you're just like, uh, what? And back on that balcony, blood on her hands from trying to save her friend Tom. This troll woman turns around and calls out and her eyes just flaring blue and it's just like she's calling out mistress of the waters i call for vengeance do we What's hear that any chance we hear that um you hear oh, muffled no. shouting it's not shot her first hello sorry what's that? i wouldn't have shot her Oh, um, sure. You you can see her now as she's doing this, and she calls out for vengeance. Go ahead and make your attack roll. As you're like, oh, you were about to climb down. You see her now, and you're like, oh, wait, hold on. So go ahead, make your roll. She has officially summoned the spirit, though. Oof. Oof. That is a lot of, lot of hits on a long arm. Okay. Well, three... She does just, she does get a little bit of a, I mean, she knows to look out. She gets one success on her roll just to kind of dodge instinctively, just kind of staying low. And the shot cracks out. So you get net two on her. So you get to stage it up from 14 to 15. She then, I'll roll her, her armor and body. You set up oh. to that 16. Uh, well, one to actually hit, and the, so you get to stage up. But, yeah, okay, so 16. Um, and she gets... Uh, she actually takes the shot, and she's a troll. She's pretty pretty bulky, pretty tough. Uh, so she ends up getting seven hits out of 16, so nine net. So, bang! You hit her, and she's got this big starburst of blood just off of her left torso, just kind of on the ribs there. She falls to the ground. And she's calling out and she's crawling towards the river. Her hand's holding out and she's like... You, you can see she's muttering something. She's just like... Mistress. Mistress. Come. I fire again. Yep. Uh, go ahead. This is with the silencer on, by the oh, way. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's just... Just that, that hammer sound of the... Uh, of the hammer hitting the metal of the bullet. Ting! Alright, and two more hits. Uh, and that l that last shot, she doesn't even... She's too busy trying to get that spirit to respond. And the next shot just takes her in the head. And she falls down, not too far away from her, her fallen friend, uh, Tom. And her blood flows down off the, off the balcony and down the hill. And just trickling ever so slowly couple of seconds later you know there's various people starting to move around you hear hubbub but you don't see any active targets kind of presenting themselves um somebody starts to step out and somebody else grabs them back and makes them go inside um the rest of you guys are making your way down towards do you want to go down to inter to intercept with cat are you going to the river are you going to go up on the map which is south i know that's confusing but are you going to go due south which way do you want to go 
Oh, I'm just thinking that we would go the way we came. Like, th I assume that when we had navigated a way to come in, we found a, we had decided on a place that would be the best way to leave. I definitely leave. don't want to go by the river because of that spirit. So I definitely want to try to yeah. like go through the where the brush is the thickest. Okay, so you start heading that way, um, and uh, and cat. You're gonna have to hustle to catch up with them, or you're gonna stay on Overwatch. I'm gonna have to stay on Overwatch. The, yeah, eventually, they, they will call. figure out where the shots are coming from. Uh, you can also yeah. see yeah. the drones are starting to circle around a little. Stay there for a little bit till till we're sort of a Safe. little bit away. Yeah, and then get out of there. All right. So these guys are hoofing it through the. Uh, kind of out back there uh, as they're making just, their way through the green. Yeah, just Kiamar, I got them. I'll just carry them. You just kind of yeah. deal with whatever comes our way. Yeah, right. like I'll intercept. If anything comes our way, I'll intercept. But otherwise, yeah. Absolutely. Um, there's no, I mean, obviously the people in the camp are now alerted, but the drones don't seem to change much, but they have heard some hubbub. And you can kind of see them begin to circle around the balcony a little bit, but at a real, uh, really high height. Um, so, Kat, if you wanted to, you could probably shoot some of those, but you don't have to if you don't want to. I'll just break out a jammer and, and jam them. Uh, yeah, all right. So you break out the jammer and... Uh, and uh, I'm Yeah, we you, were going to do that. What's your earlier. rating of the jammer? <laughs> That I don't know. Let's call it rating six, because I'm nice. So I need you to roll six dice plus your electronic warfare skill. If you don't have it, it defaults to logic. So you would okay. roll logic X minus one. Logic minus one plus uh, the rating of your jammer. One success. All right. Nice. Okay. Let's see how this goes. Oh. All right. That's the first one. One drone doesn't... Most of them seem kind of out of range. You're kind of far away right now. But if there's anything that gets closer, I'm, I am going to make you roll again. But at the moment, you click on the jammer and expect the drones to kind of get a little lost, but they don't seem to change their flight patterns or anything. But if they get closer, they might be more effective. But at the moment, your jammer's up and running. Alright. Uh, I'm going to get you guys to do a running check for me. If you don't have it, it defaults to strength. Or body, actually. Either one. I say, in my home rule way. Because Shadowrun, man. Too much if you try to do it all. Well, or, or no, I guess running's its own skill. Like I it can't is. use gymnastics. No, what? sorry. Okay. Shadow running, you have to have a running skill. Of course you do. How dumb is that? Anyway, well, three hits. That's actually not bad. All right. How about you, Kimar? I'll take. It. 
One hit. One hit. All right, so no failures, so that's important. So His Excellency's long legs are giving him an advantage here as you're trying to keep up, and, and you're spread out enough if there was ever any trap or anything. Um, so so far, so good, but you're falling a little bit back there, Kimar, and checking, and you look ahead, and His Excellency's with the, with the guy over his shoulder. Um, you're you're kind of keeping an eye out as you run, uh, and you're doing you're making okay ground. You get to the forest edge. You're running unlike on the map right now. You're kind of off the map at this point. Uh, you're in amongst some brush and some trees, uh, and you're making your way kind of on an uphill slope, twisting and winding around. After a while, uh, you're probably at about one click, uh, almost a click out. And uh, at that point, Cat, you're probably going to want to relocate. So I'm going to need you to do a stealth check. But like drop in two minutes. I know. Yeah. One minute. All right. And Cat steps back from the waterfall and just begins climbing down from her deadly perch. Starts doing a long loop around outside, just keeping a nice wide perimeter. You guys go huffing through having scouted the territory really well and with your general excellent strength uh, uh, sneaking, you manage to make your way around most of the patrols and you make your way back to the kind of sloping forest where you first saw the drones and the and the first patrols and you make your way out into the forest carrying this unconscious form, leaving two bodies in your wake, having accomplished your task. You hike you know, back. You know what this uh, reminds me of? This is like capture the flag. <laughs> We've got the flag. Now we yeah. got to get it back across to our side. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm going to just need one more sneaking check from everybody as you make your way back towards... Oh, sneaking check and a navigation check to make sure you don't lose your way as you're making your way back down into the... towards your vehicle. Do we? Do I still use attribute boost, or is that done? Oh, that's done. By the way, take drain. Yeah. Oh or yeah. Drain. So, as the so, what does drain do? Off. I've got seven, and so I take four on that. No, so, you take drain equal to your attribute boost rating. The so four. Four. Okay, so you take four drain. But um, and that's it's boxes of stun. And you get to resist it using seven dice. Any hits? No, you don't. Oh, I thought you did. You don't resist it. No, I don't. Let me just double check. I'm pretty sure you do get a resistance. I've never taken a drain. I've never used this one before, so I've got a drain of seven. I'm pretty sure no. you get to roll the resist drain. I could be wrong. Oh, you, okay. It doesn't necessarily say you don't, so I would say, yes. Yeah. This drain is will plus bod, so. All right, so I'll roll. I'm using an edge for my navigation. Drain is what? I think nice. drain is your... Reroll those it... dice, Johnny. Meanwhile... Body plus willpower? Yeah. Um, so, two. Yeah, when the... You take... Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's mm, a bit ambiguous. Ambiguous. It is a bit ambiguous. I mean... Uh, you just take it. 
You know, I think you how does just it, take it. How does um, it word it with spells? Does it, it say you resist drain or you take drain? It says you resist. You yeah, spells so you have you to take roll. It. Yeah, so this one with you this, just no, take it. Yeah, you take just take four. Okay, you just take it. Which is stun damage, so that's fine. It is what it is. Equal to the level of power. Okay. So you take four stun. You're a little tuckered out as you're All right. hiking away. That's still pretty good showing. Okay. And uh, Donnie edged his roll so that he could get a navigation check that wasn't a almost crit fail. <laughs> be like, dude, dude, this way, guys. <laughs> and then you yeah. right in the, <laughs> Go the wrong the way. And then be like, uh... And like thirty people draw submachine guns on you, and you're just like, "Good call." So, how did you do on your reroll? I didn't. Oh, do you want to? <laughs> oh, my reroll failed. Oh, okay. So you rolled the one, and then you rolled the zero. Okay. So. That's that's interesting to me. You don't crit but fail. I I am sneaking. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're all very sneaky. You got nine on your sneaking, so that's crazy. So you are you're all pretty ghost like. I'm just going to assume you all did very well on your sneaking. However, navigating, you get lost for a while. <laughs> um. At one at one point, you're kind of hiking. You're like. No, I've seen that rock. Wait. Oh, no. Well, n navigation is what? Intelligence? It's intuition plus uh, the skill navigation. Well, let me try defaulting to see if I can figure out where we're sure. supposed to go. You guys are having the quintessential lost in the woods. When you default, the guy it's dangling over your shoulder. Sorry, Sorry guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume... When you when you default, how many dice do you lose? Uh, just one off the attribute. I'm gonna have to drop, guys. So no worries, man. I assume you won't get us all killed, but nah, I was we're, gonna we're... give that spirit a chance to catch up, but you guys are so far away from the river. By the time her blood gets to it, and just and it mi mingles with the river water, and that spirit rises up. And it looks just like she did, except made entirely of water and is now a new free spirit. And she Ooh. has a sense of vengeance for that which killed the person who awoke her. So, Cat, you have a new Cat. flaw. You have Enemy. a spirit bane. Yeah. Water spirits now f***ing hate you and will go <laughs> out of their way to wreck you. Oh boy. Uh -oh. So you can go ahead and add that quality. That'll be by complication rather than you guys having to fight the spirit. Is Cat the spirit saw and is pissed at you. <laughs> and it's All right. spreading the news. Yeah. <laughs> Gets on spirit book and starts posting social media posts about getting back at you. All right. So What's you guys my eventually. Pod? Uh, spirit Bane. So, basically, you torque off any spirit that gets near you. The rest of the time, you guys eventually 
make your way back to your truck. You know what the problem was? It was too well hidden. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that, I think we are done this single shot game. Thanks very much. You guys get back to the city. You call your, your coyote. Uh, she takes you across the border, no problem. You keep Greg dosed up on all those drink patches. Try not to kill him. And uh, and you get back into the city. And you hand his hogtied ass over. So, there you go. The- that was 15,000, right? Fif- no. 30. We 30. Divide by three, so 10 each. Oh, 30k piece. Oh, Kiamar, you have the number. Yeah. A little while later, you get a message from a Razor Girl bodyguard. A Razor Girl bodyguard, and it's um, it's a it's a nude pic. Nice, <laughs> but like she's like a lot of cyber, so it's like, what am I looking at? <laughs> you got a girlfriend. <laughs> um, we'll we'll let you decide what. Uh, where that goes. He, uh, he's like oh, we're hooking up. Modern oh, yeah. day we're hooking up. Like, Kiamar's like, you know. <laughs> the next time any of you see Kiamar, he's just covered in claw marks. Like he had a he's really like, big uh... cat. And he's just like. I, I heal fast. <laughs> <laughs> she likes that. All right. Yeah. Um. Thanks, guys, for playing. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening after the fact. Um, Don't forget to hit the follow button, and you can hear all our updates uh, and see our previous episodes, either Shadowrun or Dungeons & Dragons. And uh, right now, from either the players or anyone on the internet, uh, I need a name for tonight's episode. Mm. By the way, that was... The most beautiful portrait she had ever seen. She was, even though he only got two hits, she was super flattered. Well, I was just sketching it. I'd take time to do a nicer one at some point nice. if this went anywhere. <laughs> um, hey, what's the name? Of, what was the name of the guy of again? Um, Greg. Greg. Greg Howler. Greg, Greg Howler. Good Greg, Greg hunting. Euler. <laughs> Good Greg hunting. Good Greg hunting. Piss off a spirit. <laughs> How to piss off a spirit and influence people. I don't know if the internet's gonna give us a give us a, a name, but I love all of those. Um Steve, are you gonna send us out on an ad? Yeah, what do you want an ad for? Uh let's go with uh how about um, jock itch powder? All right. So thanks very much for listening, everybody. Stick around for the credits, uh, Creative Commons, and ap- uh, a little ways after the credits, we'll hear a word from our sponsors, Mickey's Jock Itch Powder. All right. Thanks for watching okay. and listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Good night. Night, guys. Night, Todd. Fun game. Good Thank game. You. That was fun. Next time I'll do something with the cursed gun, but... Oh yeah, I forgot all about that. Alright. You too, man. We'll do the ad in just a sec, so please stick around. Uh, hello. Is, it, is this working? It, it's working. Okay, hi. 
Hi, Internet. Um, we're going to just raid someone in just a moment. So if you want to stick around for that, uh, we can do that. I guess I'll turn off the, button, the mic effect. Uh, we're also going to do an ad. Uh, and I think it was for Mickey's Jock Itch. So I'm going to get Steve back up on here. Take it away. Yeah, your crotch got that itch. Yeah, yeah, your crotch got got them crickets. Yeah, you're scratching a lot lately. Yeah, yeah, kind of feeling uncomfortable down in them nethers. Got got a got a bit of a nether tether going on down there. Well, maybe maybe you ought to try some of Mickey's jock itch powder. Fix you right up. Mickey's. Better yep. than the fingernail. Mickey's. Major retailers Jock itch powder. Jock itch powder. Mickey's. Try it. It's good. <laughs> what good are we stuff. doing? <laughs> what are we doing Great. with our lives? This is amazing. Thank it's you so much. Too. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that that's fun. All right. Thanks so much. Oh yeah. All of our music is Creative Commons, so don't forget give credit where credit is due. Oh yeah. Jimmy.